Hey guys, welcome to another episode of 234 Essential. My name remains Ayomide Tayo AOT2. And I am Ugochi the Eagle Stallion. Yes, and thank you for listening to our last episode. I can, I can never recall the name of the last episode. Well, thank you, for, thank you for listening to it. And if you're a first time listener, welcome on board. 234 Essential is that podcast that helps you break down the Nigerian experience and helps you navigate life in this great country of ours. Great can what mean whatever it means to you. I know great. to me it's irony. What it's great. comedy, it's laughable. What great. What he takes it very what seriously. Great. Yes, what yes. great. That's yes. our that's yeah. our business. Yeah, yeah. what great. What great yeah. guys. All right. Uh, if you want to send us fan mail or release therapy, which is a section where you talk about issues in your love life or sex life, as it may. Love it. Please send it to us at family234essential.com. And follow us on every social media platform you can find yourself and anybody on at 24 Essential Podcast. It's very important, guys. Yes. And today, we're not going to have like the usual... Oh, let's talk about Nigeria, tweet of the week, prop, flop, shout out about Nigeria from beginning to the end, Love complain it. about Tinubu, complain about some will lose watch, <laughs> complain about the state of roads, Obaseki tackling the federal government, <laughs> Tinubu wanting to start a war that I'll run away from, <laughs> hopefully, yeah. So today we have like guests in the house mm-hmm. and uh, Ugochi will do the honors and in- in- introduce our esteemed guests. Yes, 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 yo. I'm trying to... Uh, today, I'm going to muster up my best Gen Z lingo. So, in case I fall short, please feel free to correct me. Today is a 234 special um, on a very interesting generation that we currently are experiencing as people of this world. And because I feel personally that they have been misunderstood... And I feel that they are not also given the opportunity to sort of speak up or express themselves in safe spaces, if that makes any sense. I've decided we decided to have a Gen Z episode. You know, we're going to be talking to two Gen Zs um, on the Gen Z life, work culture, and balance. So make welcome. Join me as I make welcome two of the finest Gen Z's that I know in, in this generation. Oh Number one, of course, because women first, right? Toyo Elejo. Toyo Elejo is a storyteller more than anything. She's also really just a soft babe in general. Um, and she's a very, she's a very, she has a very inquisitive mind and also not the easiest person to bully. Actually, you can't bully her. And also a listener of Two Three Four Essential, also a family member of Two Three Four Essential, and she, you know, as our part of our resident Gen Z, um, she's on Two Three Four today. Hi, Toyo. Hi, you people. Hi, hey, fans. Hi, foes. Hi, family. <laughs> Hi, my toasters. <laughs> oh my God, I heard you all, so I'm back. <laughs> like you never left. Like I never left. And you go nowhere. And really. I go nowhere. Love it. And. Next on our lineup is a very new face to 234, but he also listens to 234. Um, he's very serious with his life. He's a serious Gen Z. Not that I'm saying serious is not serious. serious that's not what I'm saying. But you understand? <laughs> I know you want to say something. You will have all the time to say everything you want to say. Um, make welcome Uime. Uime is a software engineer and also a podcast host. Wits and tantrums. Yeah. Um, he's also a chess player, you guys. Just for the babes who are out there that say they want 
intellectual Gen Zs. <laughs> Uyime is an intellectual Gen Z because I don't know this Gen Z people say they are looking for intellectual person. Uh, this, I don't know. I'm sure there are some in that generation. They can't all be looking for bad guys now. So Madina. <laughs> um, yeah, so Uyime, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Hi, everyone. Hey, God, go. <laughs> well, today we're hoping to have a very wholesome conversation with Gen Zs. Um, as I said previously, I feel that they are misunderstood a lot or people do not give them the time of day. Oh, fuck. I remember one person. Sorry. Ah, our resident in-house Gen Z. But you don't enter streets now, I'm being told. But regardless, shout out to Nana. Nana, how are you doing? You, but you will need to come and team up on one microphone eventually. Yeah, Fine. Um, yeah. We're going to have a very wholesome conversation today. You guys feel free to talk about anything. Um, I don't know. Where do we start from, guys? Uh, where do we start from? Start from the beginning now. You guys, what does it mean to be... This is my first question, chat, to both of you. Whoever wants to go first, right? What does it mean currently to be in this generation and this time like what does it mean to be alive right now do you want to talk about your ages first no um, are you comfortable with that i don't mind yeah. okay uh, yeah tell us your age first hello then... everyone i'm i'm Uyume. uh i'm 23 okay as of the time of recording anyway and <laughs> uh for for me to answer your question what it means to be in this age and time i think it, it's mostly about uh possibilities like to boil it down to one word mm. um anything goes everything goes and something new is always coming up every day mm. like there's a lot of innovation going on uh yeah that, that's what it means to, to, what it means to be gen z though I, i'm not so sure because like I, I don't really apart from just the fact that i was born during the timeline <laughs> i was given i don't think i have any other um, relation to to the, to the age bracket. I feel like I didn't even say like the timeline for being called Gen Z. Ayo corrected me to say it's the mid nineties. Mid nineties to the early two thousand and tens. Okay, yeah. great. So, so yeah, tell me, tell us, what does it feel um, like? First things first. I'm twenty three. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, oh God, my aesthetics for this pod was supposed to be cool, calm, collected, soft. Baby. And I don't want any intrusion from Ayo to not let me deliver. Please, so help me, God. <laughs> what, what have I done already? <laughs> Men don't need to do anything. They just need to exist. I love it. Precisely, oh, baby. Tell them. Oh, what shit. does it mean to be in this generation? I think that these are very interesting times. Mm. Um, and I think that my generation is filled with very interesting people. Um, we have a lot of audacity. Mm. That doesn't really sit well with certain people, mm. especially blockheads, because <laughs> they they don't like it. They they like when you suppress your feelings. They like when you don't say anything. They like when you succumb to societal pressure and just do what everybody says you should do. Mm. I mean, I've been rebellious from birth, though, like mm. with my parents. I've always been the talker. Mm. So if my mother says, Tracy, do this, I'm like, why? My daddy t- why why do you want me to do this thing no explanation i don't do it mm-hmm. i'm ruled sorry sorry but no i can't do it mm-hmm. and if i want to do something i let you know that i'm going to do it and i let you know why mm-hmm. i'm a very self-aware person and i think that a lot of gen z's might be too um there are some i don't know i don't know if they are because um i, I don't really roll with so many gen z people to be very honest i have a lot of friends who are older than me yeah. I, I think that um, 
aside all my older friends like maybe i'm just friends with one or two 23 year olds i don't we, we never really have anything to talk about mm. like 20 year olds 21 never really interesting but with older people it's different and you know my, my relationship with older people has sort of like helped my life in different ways so i would say that my generation is filled with interesting people and we have audacity mm. that doesn't really sit well sit well with so many people and that's why they're mad mm. but keep pressing them on their necks <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you want to, do you want to have do you want to have a go? No, I don't want to interject though. When I when I want to interject, I'll let you know. Okay. But like so this Nana do you want to say anything? Feel free to interject at any time as well, right? Um you guys shoot shoot shoot. What is really going on? Let's talk about work. Let's talk about work, Gen Z work life, right? What's that about? How how's that for you guys? Working in spaces where you have millennials. I think that I'm going to ask Ayo a question at a point as well. Because he's a millennial. Um allegedly. And he has works he works with a lot of Gen Z's as well. Like so and we'll give our view on that. I think actually that should be the first question. Ayo. Ayo, what what is it like being a millennial and then working with a Gen Z? Okay, work as a millennial as in what sense in regards to work uh, yeah in, in regards to especially specifically work because i feel like that's where we all meet in a sense okay yes yeah. so regards to work you know um we all, obviously i grew up in a household where my mother worked for a particular company for like over two decades mm. we don't see that happening anymore yes after two three years four years people just move on they don't yeah. care and anytime i tell my mom she have changed the job she said but this is you know this is a, a what's that word she uses that term an employment risk. The employee employers will see as an employment risk. I okay. say I know, but my salary keeps going or going. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So as a millionaire working in the um, in corporate Nigeria, first of all, you see a lot of bullshit. Mm. You know, I don't even think that the bosses today are as toxic as the bosses that. And it's not like to do all that all in our mm. days thing. Mm. I think you know it has gotten better. I remember there's some things that i see people doing these days i'm like you're lucky because back then this yeah, they would have taken off your head mm. i know somebody who sent out an email and didn't put the other email addresses in bcc and they got fired mm. it wasn't his job yeah this was the place that had no structure mm-hmm. right you know the first place i worked in after nyc you they owe you two, two months salary easy fam. nobody wants to say anything you know you complain 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 no evidence you know yeah and you just see it as you know it's not life and you know and you start hearing other people say where well, you need patience you know a guy is trying his best and you're like a guy's mad because <laughs> a guy just bought a new benz a new car mm. and i don't say my salary yeah then you begin to see other toxic things that's you see really toxic things in the in the in the work workspace yeah. sexual harassment favoritism you know them downplaying downplaying you and all that and really affects your mental health. And I think we all got aware as millennials that um, work is not meant to be like this. And that's why some of us, when we now got into positions of being employees, we didn't play that card. Yeah. Like, I remember when we were in Pulse. If you ask almost anybody that was in Pulse, when Osage was editor-in-chief, or I was on a, higher, on a higher position, when we worked with people, we didn't do all that, oh, those play those mind games, those toxic shit, to just do your work. I'm not saying everybody as a millennial is like that, because I've heard of, of other millennials who are I'm like, bro, but you learned all that this person, you should be able to do better. Mm. Yeah, so when it comes to working with Gen Z, first of all, it's interesting. You know, I remember when 
I was in Pulse, and this is when this song came out. The one with DJ Khaled and um, the DJ Khaled song, Ariana. Mm. Work, work, no, what's mm, that song? Work, 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 no, Wild Thoughts. Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, sure. Yeah. yeah. So that song, that song was popular. <laughs> then one day, we were listening to music, and the original came. They played the Carlos Santana mm, version. And the girl was like, Santana. sorry, is this, this is, wait, is it the remix, or is it the I love it all. original? I'm like, shit. That's why I knew that uh, I'm talking to. It's the same thing. That song is the same yeah. thing. Apart from the lyrics, it's the same beat. <laughs> and that's when you begin to understand that, okay, you have passed that stage of you being the young person. There's another generation yeah. involved right now, mm-hmm. and they do things differently. Yeah. You can't say, oh, today we're working after work, you know, stand by. You know, they work. Mm. You know, they work. Um, they, take, they take rest very as high priority. Listen. And be, before, before we take rest, maybe. I don't read. I'm I like, swear. oh, but we need to go. But now, sorry, my mental health. You see, actually see emails. <laughs> my mental health is, is a shout out to I'm not coming to work. I love it. And you can't do anything because the HR, they support that. Yeah. And you just have to now start understanding, oh, genesis and everything, their culture towards work, mm. fun, mm. relationships, even drugs and the end yeah. of the day. I work in entertainment, so you know it's a very liberal space. Yeah. And I give somebody a brief and you know that, that what is entering that person's head is nothing. Because his pupils are as dilated as fuck. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> and I'll be like, okay, you know, and you know, that's it. And even their thoughts about sexuality. And you know, when you start you just talking about sex, and they'll be talking about how oh, sexuality is a spectrum. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, sorry, uh, spectrum is in physics. So. <laughs> I don't know what you people are talking about, you know, and just maybe there are controversial issues that are on Twitter, and you say, no, they are just saying, no, this is wrong. And it looks yeah. as if two of you are speaking a different language. Exactly. Two, the two sets, millennials and Jesus, are speaking a different language. Mm. So, but I think is everybody just knowing how to adapt to everybody. Yeah. Um, I don't actually believe that Jesus take the peace take. Mm. I just believe lazy people do because mm. we have millennials too that don't own up to their oh, shit. Oh, it's not a lie. Yeah. So, Shots and it's also fired. you, you also having patience that when you're that person's age, you didn't know everything you know now, and yeah. you have to put them through. Yeah. and everything and you also have to understand where they are coming from the way they were brought up the way they see the world mm. the world has changed right now tools are different yeah that's what you can't shout to somebody in the office workspace anymore that's toxic what for us that was just friday afternoon <laughs> <laughs> that was like a guy is just you know he's in his, he's in his feelings he's in his feelings he's just feeling bad <laughs> now you shout at somebody hey Chelsea, excuse me please can i see you i love it yeah. yeah and that's serious and yeah. you now know that you cannot do this kind of thing anymore Anytime. Yeah, so what you is this a good God? I'm messy. God what, what is it again? You <laughs> know? To call it dressing. And they always want their opinions heard. Even I you know, like you must always respect other people's opinions. Mm. So it's been fun actually. Yeah. Um also in terms of um dressing, mm. even though I say I said I work in a liberal space, mm. some guys who are Gen Z working as if they don't have a home. <laughs> and I'm like, I get that wow. they want to be fashionable, but this is wack. You agree? Is, yes. Or not. Then some of the babes will not come here like you know and you just have to talk to them face level because mm. you can't if you look down you're getting hr this you're thing done. you're done <laughs> your career is over <laughs> they're dragging your twitter so that matter i do you understand what i'm saying thank you bye bye <laughs> yes are you just going in peace because it's a different world we live in I love it. yeah so it's been interesting it's a different world that's that's a whole series that's a tv series but you guys, what do you, what do you have to say, say spilling off from what it is to just talk about and the conversation on the table, work, Gen Z work, life, culture. What is that? 
you know there was one there was a part where aot2 was talking about um living no it's not even the mental health Mm -hmm. part before the mental health part he was talking about how he would change jobs and then his mom would talk about job security Mm -hmm. and it just reminded me of the time that i was considering leaving my job Mm -hmm. and i had actually already decided and i wasn't going to tell my mother until i had i had done it Mm -hmm. right but when i finally told her because for some reason you could just be really like having this emotional discussion with your mom and mm. you just feel like telling her everything that is happening yeah. in your life. In moments of weakness. In that moment. Yeah. And yeah. that's a very weak, weak point. <laughs> I just try to make sure that anything I tell her does not involve romance so that it doesn't get her hopes <laughs> up or anything. So just telling her that, mommy, see, I want to leave my job. Um, and my anxiety levels are high. I'm stressed. I'm tired. I just need a break. You know, she first did... <sighs> She left the room, you know. She said, okay. Then she came back the next day in the night. You know, that's when they like to have yes. conversations. In the middle of, of the, the night. night. When you're sleep reading. When you're weak. When you're weak. Are you awake? So you're, are you awake? <laughs> no, I'm sleeping. Go away. I know one thing about my mother is that, and I love this about my parents, yeah. even though it has taken a while, but mm. they have grown, even Amazing. in the way that, in the ways that they communicate with me. Mm. So my mother would say, to her thing, I say, my mommy, what's up? Mm. Then, you know, she's there standing. You want to talk? Mm. I know, right? She say, yes. Then she'll sit there. I say, you know, this is your job that you say that. You want to resign and they don't want your salary. Your salary comes on time. You even see that you poor have health insurance. You don't have kidney. You don't need to buy a laptop. I say, mommy, but do you want me to die there? Do you want me to die there? Like, I'm not interested in this job anymore. Yes, the salary is okay, mm, fairs, but that's not what I'm supposed to now, like, make my life all about mm-hmm. them. Like, what about me? I- I'm not certain about next steps yet, but I just need that time off. So I'm going to take it. And when it was time for me to do that, I did it. And regrets, none. Because mm-hmm. I always believe that life would eventually sort itself out. I think that that's something that a lot of Gen Zs do, including me. I think that that, that shouldn't even be restricted to Gen Zs, mm. but you should really like prioritize your mental health because at the end of the day, you're working for people who do not really care about you. Mm. So take time off. I took close to three weeks off this year, and even that was even like before before August. Mm. And I made sure that I was always using my time off. Mm. I was not going to wait to the end of the year. There was no, there's no best in not using your your pay days mm. off. So um, that's what I think about, you know, AOT2's Kenny. How how does it feel working with millennials? Ah, uh, so I mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> love the so, pause. <laughs> um I think that I think that I have worked in different spaces and I can tell you that the problem is not with millennials. The problem is with people who are not, first of all, securing themselves, people who aren't emotionally aware and, and shouldn't be managers, people who, they don't just even have sense. They don't know how to manage their emotions. They don't know how to manage relationships. People who don't know what they are doing. If you don't know what you're doing, you can't tell another person what to do. Mm. And so they never really like have a structure yeah. for what they want you to do. They just, they just like do it. Okay, where's the roadmap? Nothing. Mm. But go and figure it out. And this is something that I think that they also had to deal with with them Gen X people mm. where 
nobody tells them or nobody gives them anything mm. to work with and just figure it out yeah. but no we don't want to figure it out that's why you're managing me that's mm. why you're my boss mm. so you're going to have to walk me through mm. but at the same time i've also come across people who i know that oh my god they have been so amazing to work with and you see that all of those traits that i listed earlier on they have it well like in the positive way they're mm. emotionally secure they're aware they trash things out immediately they don't, you know, there are some people that will just be keeping malice. And like, why are you keeping malice with your work, Listen, with your colleagues? Why, so like, co- why are you yeah. doing that? And I really, I'm very upfront. I like when people tell me things immediately. Like when I fuck up, if you need time to think about it a bit, just communicate that, you know, mm-hmm. so that I would know that, oh, okay, I've messed up. Mm-hmm. And then when you're coming to not tell me about this, don't call me stupid. Don't tell me that I don't have sense. Mm. Don't be a bastard. Mm. Just come and tell me, okay, this is what you have done to yes. me. And this is why I think that it affected me, blah, blah, blah. Mm. It doesn't matter if my intention wasn't to hurt you. I'm going to take, I'm going to apologize for it. Mm. And just let you know that, see, this is where I was coming from. It's not fight. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it is us against the issue. Mm-hmm. It's not us against us. Like, I don't know you from anywhere and I don't care about you. Mm. So let's just move on. Love it. Yeah, that's that's how I feel about working with millennials. Big purr. Can you hear purr. my Gen Z stuff? <laughs> hey, purr. Purr. We may tell us what is it work with your five fork lover necklace. Yeah, luck. it's a fork lover leaf. Uh, yeah. So I, I just want to allude to something that they've both said, which is um, the the jumping from job to job. Mm-hmm. I once attended like a, a conference thing, mm-hmm. and they said software engineers. Mm-hmm. They specifically mentioned us that we. We don't stay for more than six months in a company. Mm. And I looked at my resume and I was like, oh shit, I must be like a, a non-software engineer <laughs> kind of thing. Because um, not to, to provide like an opposite to what they've said, mm. but I think it's true. So how I'm going to answer this question is like in, in three different points. And okay. I'll try to point out when I've switched. Mm-hmm. The first one is like what typical Gen Z work is. Mm. And... Um, you start to notice because of like, especially from points like COVID and mm. it's less of hands-on and mm. more of, you know, virtual stuff. Mm-hmm. So you have designers, engineers, managers, like different, different things, mm. but it's less of how it used to be. And I think that's one of the problems. Mm. So for us, and, and it's shifted from that to um, content creation. Mm. And I, this is like a good example, yeah. but um, I have a... A bunch of people who I would say um, I'm friends with. I think I also am not friends with a lot of Gen Z. Mm. I'm friends with more older people. Mm. And like she said, it, it, it definitely stands to help you. 40-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely stands to help you a lot. But I see that the work that we have and we are pushing toward is different from what they had. Yes. Um, so, for instance, you, you come into the office and um, let's say we're about to brainstorm how we're going to sell a product mm. or this and that. How people that came before us would do that is different from how mm-hmm. we would do it. We are thinking, okay, as much as everything else, how are we going to get this to look good for the gram? Mm. Exactly. Um, and they, they are just thinking, I just, I just want the money to get into my pocket, mm. you know? Whether you put it on X is, is a whole different ballgame. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the first thing, what our work is as compared to what their work is. Mm. The, the second one is um, working with millennials. Funny Love enough, it. I've even worked with Gen X um, because I started software engineering as back as far back as 015 and i got my my first job like uh, a couple years after that Mm. funny enough it it was an indian company and 
I have to tell you, those guys had to be Gen X. Like, maybe they were millennials, <laughs> but uh, not to shade any Indians, yeah. but Indians have a, like, a really thick slave mentality. Mm. As far as software engineering is concerned, you would, I would work hours. We're talking 11, 12 hours. And this was um, remote. Mm. Um, so, uh, you know, stay till 11 p.m. and, you know, still get buzzed after that. They were, the workload was insane. I can imagine. And I think that was... <laughs> I remember how I quit... <laughs> How I quit was so I have I have a like a duty thing where I say I don't want to make a name a bad name for software engineers. Mm. I'm not I, I wouldn't like to collect money and dip. Mm. That, that's the thing people mm. do. Like they collect your money and don't can't, can't you can't contact them anymore. The <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, uh, I would never make a bad name for, for software engineers. But I remember one time they started texting a lot, texting a lot, and I was just like, you know what? You people I'm done. I'm done. You like, you're messing with your mental health. Um, no. Okay. So that's funny enough. I've actually never um used that, used that kind of yeah. Um, you don't have mental health. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's been fried over years uh, with my experiences. But um, the third thing is, you know, the the kind of jobs we pick that are not Gen Z related, hmm. because you still have people in our age bracket that are picking jobs that are. Um, not content creation or something mm. like that. You still have maybe doctors or engineers, mm. and and even these days it's getting, uh, would I say, a little bit easier to get that thing really fast and while you're at your age. Um, so just to combine it to the second point, for me, working with millennials has been, um, just like I I said, it has been interesting. Mm. Like, okay. I, I, have the, I have the I have the I have the dynamic where I'm able to flow with them. Mm-hmm. But you can also tell when someone is um, just all out to get you. Mm-hmm. And it's not about the, the age bracket. They're just there like, it's you and me. And there's nothing you can do. And, mm-hmm. and, and I've noticed it's a thing of um, ego. Because mm-hmm. it happens with people in our generation as well. But you can, you can start to see more. Because they have more reasons to do it that way. They're like, first of all. Bad as it bad, I'm older I'm than o- you. Do you understand? Like, no matter what your say is, I'm older than you. That's the baseline. And for that, you you owe me some form of hmm. um, regard. Respect. And I'm just like... <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, that's fine. Um, she, there's, some, there's a word she used at the beginning, which I like, which is blockheads. Mm. Uh, it's, the, there has to be a sort of fluidity. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I know that you have a certain um, predisposition in terms of how good your talent is mm. to this thing. But I have more years of experience. Mm. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to like kind of sync that across. Mm. I'll give you mine, you give me yours. Mm. That's but how so, it's supposed to be. Yeah. Okay. But some people are just like, but I have years of experience. Yeah. You can do it over. Do you understand? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, for me, that's what Gen Z work is. Um, it's always about finding like middle ground. Mm. But one thing I've noticed is it's not always about, um, oh, it's Gen Z versus millennials. It's just some people are just not. Yeah. They're just not. Yeah. <laughs> They're just not it. I want to ask to answer this question because Nana works with Gen Zs and he's also a Gen Z. But like... He... Allegedly. I didn't want to say what I was Gen Zs. <laughs> and so exactly, because you spoke about working. Yeah. So I, I sort of want Nana to talk about what it feels like working as a Gen Z, working with Gen Z. Tell me about that. And also working with millennials um, <laughs> because you're, you're real guy. <laughs> well, first off, yeah, I work with the population, right? Yeah. Who likes his teas 
crossed and his eyes dotted. I mean, at first, there's something Teresa said um, that I want to like press on. She said something like, oh, um, your boss will tell you you should figure it out. And you're like, why can't you just tell me this thing? But I mean, when you come think of it, they keep telling you to, if they keep telling you how to do it, you won't end up being able to do it in their absence, right? So now, it's a lot of pressure in the sense that they want things, they see things through their lenses, right? So if they want you to do A, B, C, D, and then you can actually do A, B, C, D, but you can do it with A, B, then one, two, three, mm-hmm. before C, D, and mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it gets the same result, but you're like, no, A, B, C, D, is A, B, C, D. If you have a shortcut, I don't care, just do it like this. So they're sitting, I feel they are not like, they are still adapting to how things are being done now, yeah. right? Compared to how they were doing previously. Mm-hmm. I mean, you are sending me, you're you are texting me by like 3 a.m. And I, when I wake up, I wake up by, when I wake up and reply by 8 a.m., I feel bad already. Like, yeah. why am I not responding immediately? Mm-hmm. You are texting. Like, they want, they want things done like, as they are saying it, you they deliver, mm-hmm. you know? So, and then, at the end of the day, you just have to realize that, in respect of the fact that they are being, Add and everything, but there are some people that actually like just want you to be a better version of yourself, right? Yeah. So they're like, um, person I work with right now is like, at first I was like, why is this guy just like this now? Mm. How about give me a break? Let me just do it. Yeah. See, giving me, give me, give me crazy stories. I'm like, what if they tell you that all this? What if they tell you that I'll start with this now? Yeah, start. But yeah. then I didn't realize that it's actually for your own good, right? Yeah. Like. You, you learn more and then when something is up and they are not able to be on ground you can actually like fill in the gap without yeah. any issues so i've not really had any experience working with shitty bosses and everything mm. i mean i worked with a married man who is always ah don't want to just get on for body mm. but i mean guy you the worst people to work with i'm sorry but they are ladies like they don't they know the year correction like I I I I hate working with I hate working with ladies because <laughs> they don't. So do me. Sorry, do me. Sorry, do you mean, 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 mean ladies in the entertainment space? I mean ladies in general, general, basically. Oh, I can't I can't work with Toyosi. I have a couple of things to say, and I'm just waiting for you to finish. I can't work with Toyosi. You don't even know me. Look at yourself. You don't even know me. I mean, the way you think, the way you think is actually different. Like you might be. I mean, you, you ask in the Gen Z space okay, and all, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. I personally, like, I can't work with Teosi. And I don't even know you. I don't know you. We've never worked together. Can you see? You don't know me. Teosi is already giving me that vibe. Teosi is already giving me that vibe. I beg, I beg, I beg. No stress me. Like, yo. Guy, that, mm. like, I just feel, I just feel like we don't need to have a relationship, right? Mm. But we have stuff to do. Just deliver your shit. Yeah. Let me deliver. So if your P is affecting mine, we go get issue, you understand? Like, mm-hmm. if you need to submit, if you need to submit a file and I need to review it. So if you don't submit your file, how will I review it? And then it's affecting me, I'm delivering late and all. Oh, I'm delivering late because you are delivering late. Mm-hmm. So if your your incompetence is affecting me directly, you will get issue. Mm-hmm. And then I come and meet you and you're like giving me um, this one, this one, that one. There was one lady that was telling me, eh, I meant I had a boyfriend, but I'm like, you're what's concerned with your boyfriend? Like, we are working here, just give me my family card, the bounce. Why are you telling me exactly. your boyfriend? Exactly. Uh, my, boyfriend my, my boyfriend and I had issues last night. That's so, why. Nana, I think your issues, first of all, right? I've heard what you said, the two points, oh. right? I think it has to do with experience, too. Like, when you, if you've been in the labor force for a long time, when you work for a long time, the first point you said was about um, 
they um telling you to do it without giving you any guidance. Yeah. That person that did that to you, obviously that's how he was raised too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, my first job. <laughs> there was not like job description. Mm. They'll tell you to use correct draw. I'm not a graphic designer, I'm a writer. <laughs> You're going to do research. You I will do correct draw, you do other things that are not involved. Why? Because that's how they two were, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's called what they call the um throwing them into the sharks. If if you drown, you drown. If you swim, you swim. Yeah. But okay. it doesn't work well. Right? In, I've learned that it doesn't work well long term. So they organize setting when somebody comes, this is what you're doing. A, B, C, D. Yes. Don't overdo anything. Yes. This is your job. This job I'm telling you to do is hundred percent. And I'll show you the way to do it, right? But that person you left for maybe that is how he was raised and he believes that okay, this guy must continue. No, basically, I it's not like I have an issue with that. At first, I saw it like, why this guy? Why this guy does the? Mm. I don't do it. I don't do it. I won't do it. I do people like I, that. I, I saw it. Like, I saw it that way. But at the end of the day, I came to realize that um, there are some things that I do now that I can't. I couldn't do before. And it's based on the fact that yeah, yeah. he threw me into the charts, like you said. I'm yeah, like, but okay. he doesn't work in this company. This guy, this guy, this guy, that's this guy again. He doesn't work. Sir, sir, see, I have worked with two, I've worked with like different bosses that have, that have, you know, helped me or, you know, taught me how to do things in different ways. Mm. And I can tell you for a fact that the one who puts me through has had such a long term effect on me and the way that I do things. So now let's say that I'm an intern, right? And it's a different thing if you want to test what I can do, all right? And you give me an assignment and say, Teresi, do this. Then based on what I have done, no, sorry, sorry you cannot wait, shirt. wait. Let me finish. <laughs> then you cannot say that based on what I what I have done, which which should have been completed during like my interview phase or like my test phase. You cannot say, okay, this is this babe's ability. Like these are things that she can do, right? And these are things that I want to help her improve on. If I do not know how to grow a social media page, for example, or grow an email market, marketing list, because I haven't done that before. Yes, I've read about it. Yes, I'm junior staff, um, but I haven't done it before actively. I've never been fully in charge of it before. But you, you're the one with all of the experience, right? You're the one with all of the talent. You know how to do it. And then I'm coming. You ask for my ideas. And this, and this is where like communication and good relationship comes in right because you know that a part of your job as a manager is to teach i was having an interview with somebody for this story that i was writing um one time that was featured on tech cabal by the way (laughs) 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 and there's this (laughs) (laughs) sorry there's this babe and she was telling me that all of the managers that she has worked with they have taught her that it makes no sense to throw people into the wild without no outline, with no roadmap. That's not the best way to learn. In fact, that's what we all complain about in uni. That's what they do. Like when I was in uni, we go sit down in the lecture hall, you do this one, you do that one, you come out of school, it's different, right? The way that they teach us, it's not the way they teach other people in like certain places, right? So that's not the ideal way to learn because then what's not the point of working in this company to get that experience when you're asking me to do the things that i've told you before that i cannot do instead of holding my hand so the, the person that was telling you held my hand and you know helped me to function better was the one who said you know what her see what can you do she gave me a test 
I have done this test, right? And now we're working together. So we want to develop a story. It starts with like, okay, so what do we want to do with this story? We talk, we have conversations about it. Okay, this is what I think. And she also tells me this is what we what this is what I think. And then we put it together, right? Then in most okay, what kind of people do we want to interview? Mm, I think that ah, nice point. But I think that if we do it this way, is so that way I'm learning by working with you. And we did that for like multiple stories. And at some point, she told me, TRC, I want you to take full ownership of this. Ask me questions whenever you need to, but take full ownership. But because she had walked me through certain periods or certain phases, I knew how to handle larger data. I knew how to work with even like the interns that she brought on board to work with me to develop stories. Because I also wanted them to experience the relationship that I had experienced with her, which was toxic-free. In fact, it made me eager to learn because I knew that she would not chew, chew, chew my ears off because I did not do one thing or she would not scare me away with her words or all of those things. But that's the ideal way to learn. But you know, all of this, a lot of millennials, they've also suffered, right? They've also suffered and they think that that's the ideal way to groom other people. But it's not because in the long run, it burns you out. It puts you under unnecessary pressure. It induces your anxiety. Your mental health is shit. And your life is just depressed. And that's not the way to live life at all. So that's why I say that if you're going to teach somebody, teach somebody. Wait, wait hold on. Before you... So I want to just jump on. You know how you finish addressing? I love it. So this thing about you just... This, them sending you to the sharks to go and drown or swim. It doesn't... It's not very smart. Because even to today, if you tell me, oh, 82, can you do something? In my mind, I'm like, yes, I can do it. Because I don't want to say no. Mm. Then you're going to take on a job and you're learning on this thing. Yes, eventually to look like benefit, but that it doesn't really make sense. You can't handle everything. You need to be like expert at something. And some other things say, no, I can't just do this. Secondly, as far as the female stuff you're talking about is just understanding people, basically. Mm. Even to today, that's why I hate, sorry, I hate, I want to say this, I hate working with people. Yeah. Yes, until we go to start disturbing my life. And, yeah. you know, because I always believe that people will fuck you up. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a recent example. There was an event we were doing, right? That I was the stage manager for. And we now decided, there was a bright idea, which was not bad, division of labor, that for each artist or for a group of artists, this person is handles them, this person handles that group of, group of artists. So in terms of, oh, getting their songs across for performance, so that you won't be disturbing DJ on stage for performance and everything. Okay, I now said, Madame Mo, Please, I finally it was a woman. I said, please, um, this artist has not sent his song. Please, can you go and make sure that they send the song? It didn't happen. Uh, did you call the person madam? I said madam, yes. Uh, yeah. the, this person did not get the song from the artist, right? Till the moment that person was about to get on stage and there was no song. And that was a huge fuck up. Now, because I'm experienced, I took it, I took I took the L gladly. But since then. If like whether she's in charge or not in charge, I'll go and meet the artist. Please, I need your song now. You have to know everybody's way. There are some jobs you send some people. There are some jobs you don't send some people. Or the way you handle, the way you give out briefs. You know, when I was an editor in Pulse, right? I knew the writers that I could tell, please write if an 800 word article. This does the, this does the topic, right? And they'll go and do it. There are some writers. <laughs> you will write down the bullet points one by one for them, right? And when they come back, you are still the one that's going to edit and rearrange. You just have to know how to deal with different people at the end of the day. Mm. Okay, so basically, what I 
what I meant by saying that, oh, I don't like working with women or ladies, basically, is that in some cases, these ladies let their emotions get the best of them, right? I mean, they don't accept correction. Next thing is, oh, why are you telling me you don't do the why? I'm like, yo. Okay, now let me put it in context here. I work as a sound, a recording engineer, and you as a lady, you are coming to record, and you are doing stuff, and I'm like, yo, can you like put your mouth closer to the mic? Can you like do this? Can you do it? Like, well, please, please, please. Ah, I'm like, how about now? Let's let's just let's just do this pizza. Let's let me, do this pizza and bounce. No, I have sisters. <laughs> yeah, dude. Let so. me let me interject, right? <laughs> if you work in a place where there's <laughs> utmost professionalism, all that shit not gonna happen. Because everybody's bringing his job, bringing his A game. That's what that, that's what is happening. Trust me, if you are recording Beyonce, I tell oh Beyonce, I think you just put your lips closer to the mic. She will, you know. And also, there's a way you have to study people. There's some people who can. Oh, you can just tell them. Oh, please, can you take? Uh, can you get closer to the mic? And they'll do that. There's some people that just excuse me. I didn't position the mic well. Now you go go carry on yourself, mm-hmm. bro. I've dealt with different even men. There's some there's some guys that you cannot even tell. Can you get? Are you mad? Are you crazy? Like, Big seven. Like Shout out. Boy, so if you are calling Vanna Boy now, you not say Vanna Boy. You say, oh, sorry, you guy. <laughs> now, you man. Hey. Don't be annoyed. <laughs> so, so that's what experience is all about. It's not basically this thing at the end of the day. Look, even the issue of, oh, my boyfriend, the guys who come to work and they're drunk. Why? That girlfriend, they work on that girlfriend and they're like, she said no. Well, well, come on. She yeah. said no. There are guys, look, I've, I've worked with guys eh, under me that mm-hmm. they have relationships. Some, they're dating in the office yeah. and the guy cannot concentrate yeah. and you need a deadline. What do you do? My okay, first what do you do? Always tell me I'm not treating you. No, you, it depends. Like I said, it depends on the personality. There's some people that you tell, oh, God, please, I need this thing now. And there's other people that you go and take them out and say, look, I understand they are dating this babe. Sorry. We know that you are dating. Well, you know that we know you are dating this babe, but. You have deliverables. You still have a job, you know. That's why like, everybody. You can't have a one fit, like one size everything for everybody. It's not going to work. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I heard what you said, but then I just feel there are some pocket, that pocket holes. Don't like worry. You go continue. You go continue. I'll, I'll First of all, don't want you to think that this is an attack or anything, no, right? No, no. We're going to this conversation is very holistic. I want it to be very three sixty. Mm-hmm. Um. When I say something, say yeah. because I think I'm going to. Pick okay, up from so everybody. Th- there's something that Ayo has said, which is a baseline for the two arguments we're mm-hmm, having, mm-hmm. which is you have to know the kind of person you're working with. Yeah. The, the first argument, in fact, let me start with, with a higher priority because mm-hmm. um, what you said about the, the ladies thing, I don't agree. Mm. Uh, but I understand what you are saying. Mm. Uh, I've been in that situation before. Mm-hmm. But like I said, the, the answer is you have to know the kind of person you're working with because their guys will also mess up. Um, there was a point in my life I said, I will never work with female software engineers again because of two bad experiences back to back. But as time passed on, I was like, oh no, it's not a female thing. It seems like just generally some people tend to, you know, mm-hmm. different approaches. Um, emotional um, intelligence is quite... Key. appropriate like it's, 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 it's big on the part of the person Very. who is working as gen z and on the part of the millennial mm-hmm. because you have to say you have to know like which brings me to my second point which is that um you said um toyasi that the the best method is not to throw people to the sharks in terms of um how you want them to learn personally my own experience is from the moment i have started any endeavor i mm-hmm. have always 
um, been in a situation where I've had to go out and figure it out for myself. Mm -hmm. There will be a roadmap. They'll be like, okay. A recent example is, hi, Uyeme, we want an app in four weeks with a language I had never coded before. Mm -hmm. Tell us the language. Flutter. It's it's called Flutter. And I was like, what? I've built apps before. I've never built an app in four weeks. Mm -hmm. it, it did not happen in four weeks anyway. But what I understood that happened, I used to work with this man in, in Abuja. Tragically toxic. Just just the worst. <laughs> he he would, every single morning, would have a role, like a, a stand-up. And he what he did at the beginning was to reiterate um, his accomplishments over time. Do you know I've been doing this thing for 11 years? Do you know I finished school by this time? Mm. You know, every single day. Now, um... We were four engineers at the time, and consistently, I was the only one attending for a long period of time. He would be, I would see him on his Slack channel, texting everyone like, you are you not joining, you are you not joining, but me, I was always there, like I would be in my like, night robe or whatever, still joining meetings. I got fired first. <laughs> I got fired first, not just for any reason, but for insubordination. Oh my God. Because, because what happened was, he... He was verbally abusive and I would absorb all of that like a sponge because I was more focused on what I was supposed to be doing. But one day, I was like, boss, fuck you. <laughs> that was it. I love it. And, um, you know, it, it was like, okay, you can't speak to me that way. Da, da, da. I think the, the wherewithal to understand, if you, if you throw me to the sharks, you'll be surprised. There's something I always tell people I work with. You can't catch me off guard. Oh, shit. If you throw me to the sharks and you come back a week later and you're like, let me see if you did that. You, you, it's not possible. You have an arc. But I understand that at the same time, it's not also the most ideal thing. Mm. Um, I wouldn't say there's one specific method. It's just, look, I start, like, she's, like you said, um, you, you check my capabilities, you see what I can do, and you're like, okay, I think this person learns this kind of way. Let's do this for this person. It's best for them. But you, remember, you also said, these people you work with don't care about you as much. Mm. So I wouldn't find it offensive if someone did not put me in the best situation to learn. It's not up to How me. How long have you been working? Software engineer. Um, As a software engineer. No, 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 not since 2015, like 2017. Okay. Exactly. 2017, 2023, that's six years. Mm -hmm. Six years mm -hmm. as a software engineer. Yeah. It's going to be different from somebody who's in marketing for one year. Like I'm yeah. saying how you, how you treat. Okay. So now when your boss was telling mm -hmm. you to do, to build an app, right, in four weeks. Mm hmm the experience, the number of years you have spent, he wasn't even speaking to your manager, he was speaking to you mm -hmm. directly. So there's, a, there's already like something there. Mm -hmm. But if I am being managed by somebody, let's say I was yeah. being managed by you, right? Yeah. And your boss has said, we need to build so, so, and so. Now that pressure is on you, it's not on me. Okay. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm saying that if you're managing somebody, that is either new, entry level, junior staff. They're just getting started, right? Okay. They know some things, but they don't know everything. I don't have six years experience. If you have an intern, right? Or an entry level person with just a year experience working with you, you can't be throwing them the same things that you're yeah. having to deal with from top level management. You can't be throwing it to them. You can't be telling them to create a growth map strategy <laughs> yeah. for you to do whatever. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You can't just throw them and say, hey, go and do this. Because that's your job as a manager. You're supposed to create that. And then you now divide it into things that they can do. And you help yeah. them go through that. Yeah. So that's my point. Yeah. You guys, I've waited specially for this <laughs> moment. 
As you can see. See, literally for waiting for me. Because I have really heard and learned so much from this conversation. But like I'm going to attack this conversation sort of in a closing for about working with Gen Z's because there's so many other parts to your life aside work. work, right? I'm going to tackle it from the elephant in the room that nobody's talking about, really. We're talking about management. Yeah. Um, Okay, your phone is open. Fantastic. Um, I feel that work in general is experienced by whoever it is from how they are being managed. So if you're not managed correctly, if you're managed poorly, you would perform many times poorly. Right? Yeah. I'm not saying it's a, it's a rule of thumb. I'm not saying it's hard and fast. I'm saying that if you're not being managed, people, they, they, people there's a saying that say that goes, if and people leave bad managers, not bad, not not bad, not their jobs. They leave bad managers, right? Mm-hmm. People quit many times, statistically proven that people leave jobs because of bad management, right? Yeah. Now, management might not be um, just your line manager, right? I have to open Google to see the different types of managers they are, right? And yeah. then I'll speak based off of that because part of the things that I'm also struggling with in my consulting is that people do not know how to structure their businesses. But we'll get into that. So this, according to Google, there are four, and I agree, there are four types of managers. So there are top-level managers. So those will have like your CEOs, mm-hmm. your directors, right? Mm-hmm. There are middle managers. There are more now... From the CEO and all of that, they're like group heads, they're like unit heads, right? And then they are first line managers, right? They particularly handle certain units, right? And then they are team leads. Team leads is what we hear about a lot today in this our new generation that we're yeah. experiencing. I'm going to talk about this from two perspectives in terms of management. We have corporate, the corporate world, and today, fast, what we're seeing is that we have more flexible workspaces, whether it's in entertainment, whether it's in PR, whether it's in marketing, whatever it is, we have very targeted group. We have a lot of small businesses in Nigeria, small, medium scale businesses, to be honest, a lot of them. And so we have more people going towards these areas. Now, what I find is that when you work with structured organizations, because the business is structured, I've said this one, two, three, four before, when a business is structured, the structure of the business naturally selects who is good for the business, right? They have tests before you enter. If you don't meet that test, already, number one, you're not getting the job, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. If you don't have a first class from the, when your CV is submitted, they already drop already you. Canceled. Do you understand? The system is created to reduce the stress of admitting wrong staff. Yeah. That is what the system is created for, Right. I don't, I've never worked in the corporate world, so I cannot talk about it in total, but I will tell based off of my experiences with people who work with structured companies, right? You have departments, you have teams, everybody knows what they are meant to do at each level. Now, I'll talk about what we're, we're used to now, what we're seeing more of these days. We're seeing individuals who have gone to start businesses more like that, or pe- a group of people who have come together to say, you know what? Um, I've identified a unique problem and I want to solve it, right? And they go ahead and start a business. Forgetting that when you want to start a business, it is it, it's a 360 view. Just because you have identified one a problem in, a, in something you were doing before does not negate the importance of other parts of the business. You, I don't know if I'm making any yeah. sense, right? So, for instance, you're a software engineer now. 
just because you're a software engineer doesn't mean you're going to sell the product you're going to make. Yeah. Right? So you need people to sell. You need people to market. You need to now find the demography of people. But you cannot do that on your own. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? But you can create the solution. You know what the solution is. But the solution has many parts. Yeah. That is where our businesses now lack structure. Business structure in Nigeria is at an all-time high. Zero. We have very poor structure. CEO wants to do marketing manager, business development. Only CEO wants to account, wants to measure, wants to be customer success. Do you understand? Why are you a CEO, sir? Why is your name CEO (laughs) when you do not know the ethics of the work you're supposed to do? Do you understand? And we also have now um, a lot of businesses as well that are now virtual, you know? So Mm. the CEO doubles as everything. Now in the answer for Instagram, now in the... Nine they post, nine they take pictures, nine they create the content. The CEO the, themselves are the brand ambassadors right. for their brand. Mm-hmm. Y'all yeah, know that our, our president at some point was also like a minister too. Exactly. The minister of petroleum too. Exactly. The new one is a minister of petroleum. <laughs> exactly. Taking the post, right? I'm not yeah. taking a piece as small businesses. I'm taking a piece now from. I'm 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 speaking to people who go into business without mm-hmm. wanting to also learn what business is about yeah because knowledge is what at the end of the day helps you cannot give what you do not have if i start up a business and i'm poor with people right people i should stay away from that part of the business and employ or look for somebody to partner with who is very good with people so that as i'm saying okay i have this solution somebody's also managing the emotions of those people because they are not machines that are coming into your business to grow it it's human beings and so you need to learn how to manage people, whether you like it or not, right? Yeah. Now, if you're a top-level manager in your company, be it startup or small or, or medium-scale business, find out what it is you are meant to do and stick to it. If you decide that you want to create a team of people because you are now burnt out from doing everything by yourself, allow the people that you have put in charge of those things to do their job. And hold them accountable based off of setting KPIs. The KPIs come over time, of course. Because as the business too is growing, you're seeing the challenges and the ways that you're supposed to be working. But clarity is important. You need to communicate. What I find is that somebody from another department will just come and be telling another person in another department, don't you know that you're supposed to, you're supposed to stay here till 7 p.m. because we're doing sh- photo shoots downstairs. Why are, you, why, why are you telling me to stay here? Are you my manager? Do you know what I'm supposed to be doing? And I hate that word supposed to be doing also in our work because it now seems like, especially for small businesses, let's be very honest. When you work with a small business, you're the beast of burden. You wear too many hats. And if nobody has told you before, please, if you're in secondary school and you're listening to 234, my dear, if you work for small business, you only you will do social media management. You will still tell the story. It's you that will still capture the customer. It's you. you do design. Exactly. You wear many hats and you need to be ready for that. But the truth is that at employment, a lot of people tell lies. Mm-hmm. A lot of business owners do not, they're not clear with the objective. They're not clear with the direction because also they do not know the direction. Yeah. And I advise if anybody joined my live with um, um, the women's space, I advise business owners to have an idea of what everybody in their team is doing. It helps reduce the amount of fuckery that you deal with. That's the truth. If somebody's telling you, oh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to map out a social media calendar to auntie. Why is it taking you one year to do social media calendar? Why is it taking you that long? How about do it daily? Maybe it will help you. 
or find tools to help the person or try to you know sort of do your own research as well i understand that it's a crazy time in nigeria there's so much going on you're losing money from you know fx is doing is jumping skipping rope with us and stuff right everybody's stressed but then again if you're not going to do the hard work then you shouldn't be owning a business and then for managers, which is what my crux of this conversation is for me, really, 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 really. I feel like there are different ways to manage. But the most important one first is know who you're managing. If you're not, if you're not, you're not going to take out the time to understand the person you're managing and also understand yourself. Because man, know thyself first from you. If you do not know yourself, to manage another person will be a Herculean yeah. task. You would mess that shit up in the blink of an eye really because you do not also know yourself i understand that you've gone through the hardship i don't know i think it's the black mentality thing mm-hmm. where black people feel like when they've attained a certain level of achievement every other person must suffer to get to that level you need to do the harder work say so, just like i suffer yourself must suffer yeah why why do i have to suffer the reason of for enlightenment is to educate if i'm ed- if i'm enlightened and i cannot educate i am daft i'm a daft person that's the truth. If I'm, if I know, they say he that knows and says that he does not know is wise. He that knows and says that he knows, he no guesses. But if you're saying every time at every small push, you just like, ah, I've been in level. Do you know how many years I've no, worked? A, per, a person like that, Bro. a person like that, many times is also not doing the job. Because why is mm-hmm. your age in question? The tools yeah. have changed. And every day we are learning. If we're going, to, if we say life is a journey, it means we're learning every day. I'm saying before now, before now, we, when would they, when would they, would they talk? Ah, see, yans. Now people are talking about dipping. <laughs> I thought dipping was going into the pool. I thought dipping was putting chicken in the sauce. Can you hear this old woman? Do you get what I mean? We Gen Z, we know this. See, but literally, see. <laughs> oh, yeah, Gen Z. <laughs> trans, trans, trans Gen Z. <laughs> you get what I mean? But like the language is also changing, meaning that. The people are also changing. Oh, and do you understand? <laughs> and I tell people a lot that communication is about language. Mm-hmm. If I cannot speak your language, I'm not communicating with you. If yeah. you like, put your mouth like this, put your face like this. I must understand the language to be able to communicate. If, I'm, if, I'm, if my goal is to impact and also to learn, then my, I must do the hard work to also do that. Yeah. And let your subordinates teach you. It's not a thing of pride. The best yeah. thing you can ever get as a person is somebody who is better than you that is under you. Because they will teach you for free without you even lifting a finger. And so, learn that. But also, learn how to manage relationships. Emotional intelligence, we've mentioned that. But it's not seeming like emotional intelligence is such a street word. Or just a buzzword. Yeah, it's just like, exactly. It's just something people say to look cool. Cool, yeah. They don't mm-hmm. know it. See, for you, to, it. To, for you again to be emotionally intelligent, you need to know yourself. If you have done the hard work. Yeah. previously in time past and now you you are be giving the grace to manage somebody please don't ruin their lives and also if you have never been led please try as hard as possible not to lead immediately don't be so fast to want to lead and i speak from experience when i say that i've been managed by people who had never been led before and i knew off the top of my head that i never wanted to be a manager like this and it sort of informed the way that I manage people in general, right? I'm not saying I'm the best person I they fuck up. I'm not saying I'm the best person I they fuck up normally. But 
if you want to if you say you want to manage a person management is not only now about the work you're meant to do it's also managing the person mm -hmm. because the person brings the results as Tracy rightly said when you have when some when when top level management tells you do this as a manager your job is the middleman's place right it'd be like a distributor distributor from a company is talking it's between the manufacturer and the end user or the retailer and because now you have hiked the price you now say now say ah you guys that's why i take cmo they don't wicked for them that's it you know your, your, your job as the manager is to not only manage the expectations of top management, but it's also a, a, a ensure that you are managing your team enough to be able to achieve the results that top management, management wants to see. If not, you, okay. look, you make top management look terrible, yeah. you look inefficient, and your subordinate is stressed. Mm -hmm. You see how it all waters Sport down. Comes. Do you Sport understand comes. what I mean? Yeah. So, like, yeah, we talk about emotion. Go on, read, understand. Me, self, I they struggle. All of us, we they go share. You see the shaggy that is happening in Nigeria. We're all going through it. And if you're going to say the other generation is lazy, is this, is that, is what are you doing to make it better? If the Gen Zs are not being productive at your office, what are you doing to make it better? But if you're not going to do anything to make it better, then you have to keep mom. You shouldn't talk about it. Because if you're not going to effect change, then you're a problem. You are part of the problem. Meaning you are the office gossip, and I hate <laughs> office gossips. That's the truth. The office gossip should always be sniffed out because they're the ones, they're the weakest chain on, they're the weakest link on the chain, and they should be cut off. Mm -hmm. Literally. So if you're not going to do the job of teaching a person, then leave them alone. No hire interns. If you don't know what to do with them, please, please. Exactly, you know. But Nana wanted to say something mm -hmm. to to reboot what I've just said because. <laughs> okay, so in terms of, I want to ask you, Gucci. In terms of uh, what you said about managing people, like, oh, if you don't know how to manage someone, you don't need to. It is, it is, yeah. So what happens where, I, where I have you? I'm trying to manage you, and you are not willing to learn. What happens, like? So let us say that you have a child. Hmm? Have you lived with children? You're an, you're an yeah, elder brother I now. Nana, Nana is really in his I'm alone phase. Like, don't fuck with me. Really like a phobia, so yeah. <laughs> See, let me tell you something. Um, there are some people who are difficult to manage. Mm -hmm. In fact, there are a lot of people who are being there are managers who are also difficult to manage. First one th first thing. As a subordinate, you also manage your manager. This yeah, is the truth. Yeah, you have to tell me this. Yeah, <laughs> you manage your manager because your manager too is a person. As the way the, way the person is trying to get to know you, you to try to get to know the person. There are some managers that give tough love. You can be doing great and just be like, oh, it's, it's okay. Um, Quickly yeah. go and write that other thing real quick, right? But when they go to top management meeting, I think that my staff is the best <laughs> in this company. Bragging, ask anybody. I have the best team, and they're doing the, the work. There are also managers who they will hail you and they will twat you at the back. They will tell management terrible things about you. Yeah. So, as a subordinate, learn to manage your manager. Mm -hmm. You too, keep your eyes open. It's a relationship. Your job is a relationship, right? So, if I'm going into a relationship with somebody, I know what I want to get from it as well. So, manage your manager. The way they are trying to get to know you, you two try to get to know them, right? Next thing, you said what this question was is targeted at what again to be precise. When somebody doesn't want to learn, doesn't want to learn. Mm -hmm. Secondly, there's only so much you can do with a person who 
also is not receptive for and that's so many that, that that could be hinged on many things right it could be that the person doesn't just wants to earn a buck they don't want to really do the job mm-hmm. you yeah. should be able as a manager you should be able to I, I tell i think somebody asked me something similar like how do you know how to interview the right hands enthusiasm is one of the biggest things to grow with a person who is enthusiastic eh they might not know the work to do but they just want to learn just like please teach me or i want to know or i've read so much or they even do the background work before they even start talking to you there's some people that before you interview them they don't go read about your your company be like say that they will start the company once you just say what do you know about this company i know that the people started in two, two. <laughs> that's a good place to start right but you must also put in the work as a manager create a scheme to grow the person both on the job and even discipline as a person. Remember when I sent you a message the other day and I said, oh, we're going to, I'm going to talk about this. Um, there's a word, that was a word I used and you were like, what does this one mean now? Do you understand? I was like, oh, I, I need to really verbatim what I said, what I sent to you the other day, right? So there are lingos for workspaces. Nobody learns it in school. You did teach you office lingo in school. Yeah, but when, when you start the job, they start to tell you things, right? Do you want to learn? If you don't want to learn, maybe person should also explore the avenue of trying something different. But I tell people this: when you start, when you employ somebody, it takes three months for the person to settle in. It takes six months for the person to build a rhythm with the team. It takes one year to yield results, at best. At best, if you're being very honest with yourself, I know some people say, "Oh, one year is such a long time. Oh, that the business is going to suffer." But let me tell you: for you to get into reading with the person. Even if not marriage, you have to give it time. Patience is spiritual. Waiting is spiritual. You need to wait. And if you're not willing to learn or to teach, then there's no need. It's a misfit already. And from the first one, two months, you already kind of know that, oh, this person is not in the jig with me. But of course, everything is open to conversation. So what's going on? And that's why at the end, I always tell people, your stand-ups, as you call them now. Yeah. Yeah, when you have meetings, you'll be like, oh, so you guys, we have this as a team. Oh, I find that a lot of managers also don't open themselves up to their team. They want to be the bad guys from they start don't. to finish. Oh right? my God, exactly. Don't. But if you don't tell the people you're working with what the truth is, who are you going to tell? And so they're concealing a lot of things. They're keeping, you see one manager will just come, that's, you guys, I don't know why our numbers are not up. Okay, what is the number right now? Why, where, where are we going to? Guy. Do you understand? So, okay, okay, you say our numbers are not up. Yes, ma. Yes, ma. But what is the number now? Exactly. They're just like, it's not good. It's not encouraging. We That's not good. Increase the numbers. So how are we going to increase how? the numbers when we don't even know what the number is now? Is the number 10? Okay, we need to get to 15. Okay, you guys, how are we going to get to 15? Be very clear in your communication. But some people just be keeping roadblock they say oh the number is not up for you guys we need to you're not giving me anything to work with even me too that i'm as a subordinate to them listen the number is not up we're going to get it up cpr maybe how are we going to do it how are we going to get it there do you understand what i mean you need so be open and if you don't know try to your team there's always a way, way to look smart when you actually are stupid as a manager many ways so that, ah, you guys, I have a plan. I have an idea, lies. I have an idea, but you guys, what are we going to do? How do we get from 10 to 15? You see everybody with brain. Plus, you, and from that interaction, you already sort of know who the guys in your, your team are already. Mm-hmm. Who is yeah. going to drive you? Who is going to get you to point A to point B? And that seems like favoritism, but are you pulling your weight? 
It's and helping you think too. Do you understand? It's helping you think. It's also telling you how what is happening in that person's head. But if you don't communicate, how will I know? Am I a mind reader? Am I telepathic? I will not know now. And if I don't see, say, you say, if no one puts in effort, I get the power to say, get the fuck out of my company. I want, I'm, or my team. I want somebody else. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should go and find another team inside the company that you can work with. Maybe that's where your life is. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, and that's okay. You don't have to like me to work with me. That's another thing I need to understand. That I need people to understand. You don't need to like your person to work with them. Is the person delivering? Is the person doing what you need them to do? You're not getting in bed with them. Once, once business goes, everybody go home. Do you get what I mean? You're gonna get in bed. Some people, though. yes, build a relationship. Mm-hmm. Very important. But also understand that there are levels to the relationship. Some people just be coming and be pouring themselves up at work. My boyfriend broke my heart. Oh please. Oh, that's Thank why. You. I, do you understand? Breaking heart. Do you understand? Oh, 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 my mommy, my mommy. <laughs> do you get what I mean? I, let me tell. I'll give you one experience. Like working with Gen Zs, right? Mm-hmm. I, I I had a Gen Z from another team who was going through hellfire, right, with with their manager, right, of another team. Very similar. We had very similar roles. In fact, they were co co coexisting roles, right? So sales and marketing, for instance. And somebody on the marketing team is telling me, Gucci, my manager is killing me. Blah blah blah. First of all. My job on that conversation is not to say, eh, that your manager, he doesn't have sense. So, ah, eh, I don't know, manage the person. Oh, so what is the challenge? What's going on? Person says, you as a manager, go and have a tete-a-tete with a manager. Don't rubbish another manager in front of another manager. Also, don't rubbish your subordinate in front of another manager because it also influences the way that manager will relate with that person in that moment. Moving forward, just like you, you know, get sensitive, they shout for you, daddy. Come here, go and buy me bread. Do you understand what I mean? Because it'd be like saying, Are you know, serious? Do you, understand? Like Do you understand what I mean? But like, there, there's a lot of business body language lingo that is going that is going into extinction because we're also not doing the job of teaching ourselves. Yeah, I'm here, that's why I'm here, by the way, to teach, to train, you know, see, employ me. For your business. Exactly Thanks. what I was saying. Like, <laughs> yeah, I love it. We have gotten like a, a, a snippet of how good at consulting Ogochi is. Listen, like, that was just like 20, 30 I'm minutes of. <laughs> at least 100k worth. Do you understand? Y'all have gotten free free info. Y'all should pay. So we can split this money and have fun. But yeah, like that's what that's what it is. I'm, yeah. you want to say something. No, no, no. That was just it. I just wanted to tell people to patronize you. I really want to continue on the second talking point. Ayo, you have to buy first, please. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, we left the workplace now. Yeah. And obviously, if you work, that means that. that means that at the end of the month, you collect you collect salary. Um, so I would like to know how the Gen Z's in the house. How do you cope with? Like Nigeria's economy has been in the toilet since hmm. the last seven, eight years. In short, since Buari. In fact, since 1999. No, 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 no. We can't go back now. Since Buari. We're not like that. So yeah. So how is how is it like? What's the relationship with money now? When you guys get your salary. How do you break it down? How do you deal with it? Do you just plunge at once, or do you save for a rainy day? Which happens to it rains every day now. Yes, so mm, financially, <laughs> My rainy every day is financially. Now they're caught to their use now. Yeah. So how do you guys deal with money? What's your relationship with money like? Do you want to go first? Okay, let me go first. So your baby. So fortunately for me. My relationship with money has always been good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's something that I, I picked up from my mother. Um, 
there was one time that I read these tweets that talked about how people, people, um, the, the relationship that people have with money sometimes as a result of their trauma with money or mm. like as children, yeah, as children, mm. yeah. So growing up, we had to manage some things, right? Manage some resources, and I just became this person that when I had ten k. I wanted it to remain 10k for such a long time. Facts. I didn't. W- I was just removing it small, small Facts. because I didn't want it to reach the point where I was now oh, with 500. Or like came. I didn't have any my money again. <laughs> so even Facts. like from uni days, when I get money from mm-hmm. anywhere, I'm saving. Okay. I'm always saving. Like I always have money in my savings, even if it's 20k, even if it's 80k. But I would have money in my savings. By the time I was done with school. I had money in my savings yeah. and so when i started working and i was interning and i wasn't really getting paid i was using my savings to you know um Keep fund going. my exactly fund my lifestyle sometimes i'll buy food transport fare all those little 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 things so when yeah. i started earning money the first thing i'll do is save and thankfully i have always worked from home um uh-huh. so i started yeah. working remotely from the onset soft life <laughs> <laughs> you don't know so i never really had to and i've never really experienced the going to work every day physically mm-hmm. I, I don't i've never really like experienced that so and my company then would give us money a stipend for data to of fifteen thousand every month so that oh, usually wow. used to like that that would help reduce the cost of data so first thing I do when I get my salary is save money. Um, when I save, um, or before I even save, I first think about the bills that are recurrent in my life, especially during the month, like gym, Netflix. my contribution at home. No, I don't. I don't pay for Netflix. Okay. I have friends that I use hey, their accounts. <laughs> and I live with my mother. So I live in my parents' house. Mm. So. Obviously, the dynamics of that would be different, especially mm. for somebody who lives on their own. Mm. They'll be spending more money. So, I eat home food. I work from home. Mm. We get data stipend. I'm a home babe, Love literally. It. I only spend money. I never really spend money on food. Or, mm. So, I have like, I, I had, I would say that I had a lot for myself. Mm. And so, because I did, because I did have a lot for myself, I used to save more. Mm. So, I never really spent my money on so many things that were not really meaningful I, I would always think most of the time were there days where i bought things on impulse yes mm. but um i had a healthy savings culture mm. and i still do amazing but help me but do you have responsibilities though regardless yes i do have responsibilities um i have responsibilities for myself i have responsibilities for like my family mm. even though my parents my parents aren't people that ask mm. right they don't mm. really ask for for money or mm. for but i show them love in other areas yeah, no. my mother would like me now to pay for her gas mm. you know, those yeah. are the things that you that those are the ways that you get to her you pay for gas you pay for dstv so when people are hey, tell us, come and subscribe for us you pay for that one or she said that she likes the slippers that i'm wearing i should buy for her mm. all those type of things mm. my cousin i have for example i have a cousin that i put on like monthly allowance mm. since last year and oh. i just send him money like every month mm. because my uncle would do that i don't have cousin because <laughs> <laughs> my uncle i had an uncle that did that for me for about four years when i was wow. in uni and wow. he was just sending me money every month shout out to till that i uncle. finished uncle Kunle. shout out to uncle Kunle. 
I find it interesting what she said because as at the time of recording mm. um, we, we mentioned that um, we had like two sides of a coin mm. bringing you on here so you can have your but, the pod before the pod yeah but her relationship with money is actually very very similar to mine mm. uh, in the sense of just kind of starting from the, the back um, back end <laughs> Um, just not a lot of responsibilities, but um, my parents also don't ask. But you know, you go out of your way to do one or two things: water bills, mm. um, gas bills, mm-hmm. um, things like that. Um, I I've worked from home. I've worked on site. I've always done hybrid. I've never done like a Monday to Friday. That would that would wreck me it would entirely. Kill you. Um, <laughs> my first advice for for managing finances: never look at your bank statement. Um, you are sure to be as depressed as can be. Like when I you see it. money that comes in and money that goes out, you would think you are the worst person. But yeah. truthfully, the economy is just is, is, is it's zero. Economy. Um, I save a lot as well. From a very young age, I've had to get stuff for myself, not because um, of any other reason, just because I, I, I liked that feeling. Mm-hmm. So like little things like the phone I used in senior secondary school or junior secondary school, I would save, I would be very frugal. And I would try to get it for myself. So I've already built like a saving habit. I got that from my mom. Um, so till now, like I, you know, always saving, always saving. I get my salary the first thing I save. Uh, then I try to, you know, also take stock of the things that I'm paying for. And always constantly ask myself, like, should I be paying mm-hmm, for that? Mm-hmm. Um, for Netflix and Spotify, like those kind of, um, <clears throat> would I say, um, services. I'm like in a family thing. I'm yeah. making sure I'm not paying for myself. Um, anything else apart from Netflix. In fact, this month, I was like, I was reading a lot. I, I, I read, so I was like, do I really need to pay for Netflix this month? But it's kind of a thing where if you don't pay, they kick you out that month. I'm like, you know, mm. it's, it's fine. Just take the money and be going. Um, I, I've, I've had that relationship with money. And mm-hmm. people who often come up to me, I'm like, I don't see you spend money. Right. Your baby's going to suffer. Hmm. Well, we can do. And I'm like, please, please. If she has any financial intelligence whatsoever, we'll be fine. Exactly. Um, <laughs> it, it, it really doesn't. But to be fair, like the way things are going is quite harsh. Like um, I use a, a commute system, Shuttlers. I'm not doing free PR for yeah, them. That's just the name. That's mm-hmm. all. And when I started working last year, it was around 700. Fast forward to now, after the whole boom, we're paying 1.7 just for the going trip alone. Um, so like three, four coming back. And then in like a week, you have like 10K. In a month, it's like 40K. I don't necessarily sit down to write down that my transportation is 40K. Else, I would be very, very irate. Mm. But I just know at the back of my mind that this is this and this is that. Mm-hmm. What What makes me happy is like when I look at my savings, I'm like, damn. Yeah, like, I have a lot of money. I, I spoke to someone a while back and they were like, if I have 10K and I want Suya of 10K, I'm going to go for Suya of 10K. Jonathan. I'm like, me? That 10K is going to sit itself there and it's going to be there because <laughs> Suya can wait. And so I wouldn't... Even if I wanted to... <laughs> do, you, do you know that that was something that Ugochi taught me? Like, yeah. Ugochi taught me that, actually. Ugochi and Victoria, to be honest. Ugochi has tried I'm me, very... I, I, I like to hoard money a lot. I like to hoard I money. I like to hoard money. But then they also made... And my mother, to remember that we said that, Tiracy, money is for spending. Yeah. For example, there were, like, some recent purchases that I had to do, right? That yeah. involved me emptying my savings. And then I was just oh. complaining to my mother that, see... 
I, I don't like how I don't just really have any money now. She said, "Em, but why have you been saving if you can't use this money to fund something that you want to do mm. with your life?" I'm like, "Yeah, but I don't just really like. I'm not comfortable with the fact that my savings now are almost like non-existent. Zero, yeah. But what I what I used it for was very very important mm-hmm. to my life. Mm. So she just she just tell me that you know what, spend this money." Mm-hmm. So when sometimes I don't deprive myself anymore yeah. of certain cravings that I have, especially when I know it is not silly, mm. right? Things that I ask myself before I buy something is before I buy something. For example, I noticed a, a, a trend with my purchases last last year that was just very stupid. Mm. I would okay. buy clothes. I'll buy clothes that I don't need just because they're fine. Banded dresses, short gowns, you know, Mm -hmm. I'll buy heels. This was also like very constant in 2021. All these things here. And I realized that most of these things, I won't see them to use till like maybe eight months later, seven months later, because Mm. most places that I go to, um, I have to be casually dressed Mm. or... I may just even want to buy something in the moment that just fits my mood in that moment, right? Okay. So I was having to now like have like a, I was having like backlog of clothes that I hadn't worn. And by the time I was even now ready to wear them, gym body, oh, it don't already they set. You know, size me again. <laughs> so now before I make certain decisions like that, how is this thing going to serve me? Okay, this huge this pair of heels, nice. But as can you walk in them? No, we're not buying. Mm. These yeah. sneakers are nice. Do we need them? Okay, we already have three. Maybe we don't really need them. Mm. So yeah. I ask these questions before I'm, I I buy things, okay. and I also don't borrow people money. Only my friends. Yes, mm. very only important. my friends, my close friends. <laughs> if people you ask you me for that, to borrow your money, there's a people high chance I that I will no. not give you. Yeah. Mm. And if I maybe just like you a tiny bit. I can just dash you like maybe small 5k. Yeah, I won't give you the okay, full thing. I can just Let be okay. Exactly. But if you're not my friend, because money will make you see <laughs> parts of people that yeah. you would have never. Yeah. Oh my God. So I just don't like stressing that. Yeah, that, that, that last thing about uh, borrowing people money. Very Like for me, uh, I, I once, um, I got a message from a friend. She was like, um, you haven't checked up on me in a while. She did that whole emotional guilt Blame. thing. And I was like, okay, fine. Let's today is not the day. Let's not. How are you doing? Fine, I'm good. Okay, no, how are you doing? She said she's not good. And I was like, oh shit. Um and <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> What's wrong? She said, um, her rent is almost due. How old is your friend? She's older than me. Okay, uh, okay. She was like, her rent is almost due and um, she, she's not being able to... She's not seen um, enough money on time. So can mm. I lend her 100k? Mm. Fam, it's not possible. <laughs> I Like, borrowing money is very, very tricky. I, I'm only able to let go of money. I'm only able to borrow money I'm willing to let go of. Mm. Like, if I give you 10k, I know that if you can... If you pay me back or if you don't pay me back, I'm fine. Mm. You know? Um, but to give you money that I will not have to text you, alpha, my money. No, I, I can't. Like, I just can't. Because 
something will always go wrong. Mm. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, bro, I broke my leg as I was on the way to the bank and now I have to... No, no. And then you're, you're like that bad person that is always asking for money even though they've broken their leg. Mm. Broken leg aside, please wear me my thank you. Thank you. Love God bless. Your 100k. <laughs> my 100k. Mm. Um, but, you know, just, just another thing that you said um, about uh, denying yourself cravings or, um, you know, casual spending... I wasn't earlier saying to deny yourself completely. I'm just the kind of person that if I have 10K left, I would rather spend 5K to, to try and satisfy a craving than spend the whole 10K. Yes. Right? right? Like, the thing you are feeling about your savings is like financial insecurity and I hate it for days. So because there's a lot of disrespect that comes with financial insecurity. Yeah. Can you give me 1K for data? 1K for data? Who, who are this like, you know, I just, I, I want to be able to with me, I'm, there's always... So there's this thing I've heard that there's always that one thing that's taking someone's money. Mm. No matter how frugal you are, it might be clothes for you, it might be shoes. Might for be me, pizza. it's gadgets. Mm. I'm leaving this place now. I'm going to go and get a new set of earbuds because... <laughs> Love it. I can't navigate Lagos Road without something in my that's ear. Tech bro. Like, for me, it's gadgets. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm always willing to, to compromise sometimes for something like that. But to... to you know, spend to the point where I'm bare broke. And for me, bare broke is not zero. It probably is like maybe 5, 10K or t- maybe even 20K. Like if I have just 20K left, I'm shivering. Hmm. I'm like, no. 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 I still have like 20K in my savings. Do you understand? You can't be. No, you can't. You can't. You can't let it go. Anything can happen. I've seen the people that I'm going to take money from. <laughs> Anything ah. can happen at the slightest moment. No, I can't I can't let it go okay. so far, though. I, I would feel so insecure and uh mm. it, it's it's something you said about how you deal, um how it was for you as a child. Mm. Um I'm the kind of person now that I like to if something has fucked. Please find a way to just be and replace you. Mm. But while we're younger, uh, we had to always constantly repair and repair mm. and repair and repair. Um, but what that did for me was I did learn how to repair a bunch of stuff. And I'm not so quick to like see something and be like, oh, let go that away. go away. Mm. But there's sometimes I look at it. Maybe if I repaired it once or twice, I'm like, you know what? Just you have to find go. a way to decide. Mm. Just go away. Um, but the, the baseline for me is I'm never going... I have a fear of being broke. Mm, <laughs> the disrespect that comes with it, nah. Yeah, 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 not yeah, for yeah. me. Yeah. That, that's <laughs> not for bad, me. You guys are going to answer one question around mm-hmm. the room. Black holes. You said up, you talked about yours, okay. gadgets. So you're going to see yours. Now you're going to see yours. So, uh, yeah. Talk about your relationship with money. You never spend your money for me, so I don't know whether you get it. <laughs> you don't shit. Alright, so <laughs> basically, uh, first off, I stay alone. Mm. So, the way I handle money has it's to be different. Easy. Like, they're not going to tell you. You understand? Yeah. I mean, and I'm an economist. So, mm-hmm. I, uh, so I, have, I, I know the difference between wants and needs. So, yeah. before I get something, I ask myself. Sorry, we don't know. We just read a cons. We just read economics in high secondary school. We didn't listen. We know do So, basically, um, before, before I get something, I ask myself, like, guy, yeah, do you need this fear? You just, yeah. you just want to flex on it. And then, I don't like wastage. I yeah. really hate wastage, especially when it's... And people say I'm stingy. Like, people see it as, oh, 
this guy just ah now wow you call her let's say I call her I mean it's 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 an issue in my relationship right because I mean I'm with you I'm with my girlfriend and chill chill we you can't are, relate yeah you are you 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 are craving uh burger and fries or whatever I'm like okay yeah how much is it okay I bought it for you and then you take two bites and you're telling me you're full you're full out how are you full with my other money you're telling me and you know it's not as you have to dip inside water no you got what to what next thing is okay you know it's gonna happen here i will keep on before you go 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 chop up, go roast. Maybe not, maybe not mood. So and then I'm hearing something like, eh, you are too this, you are too. I'm like, ah, that's what you I work for now. So how long would I be? Nah, nah, I, I eat with. Nah, boss your brain. Eh, <laughs> nah, she doesn't eat. You are not eating your your own food at home. Uh, so now come, eh, your your food. Oh my two God. become one. Two, two becomes one. <laughs> we will tell, we will tell you one. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Come on now. So I, I think I'm not very. Con- I, I've been conscious of money, like very, like so much that people see it as this guy. You're stingy to yourself or anything, right? Yeah. Because I basically stay alone. I mean, and I don't like, I don't like burdening my my mom mm. for money or anything. I'm like, no, me only me they born now. So, yeah. and I feel it's because. I saw my brothers do things on their own, mm-hmm. and I have that oh, now now man you be. So that's now that my like, if I like for instance now let's say I need to sort out my Nepal bills or anything, mm-hmm. I'll be like, I do have. If I sort this P out now, I won't have much left with me. Should I call? Well, we go get them, we go get them, we go get them. So like, no. even but then like, even when I call, they come through for me like okay, how much is it? Mm-hmm. But then I have that mindset of, mommy guy, we'll get down. People they do it. People they do it. They get to it. Those kind of things. So. I mean, before I get anything, I just basically ask myself, do you want this pee or do you need but it? But you have friends that you can also ask for help Yes, but I, I keep them to I keep them to just two or three. Okay. Because that's there's, there's some people that even if they even if they are in the position to help you, I don't want to ask because of how shitty you are as a person. Mm-hmm. You might not might not you might not want to ask you like well, don't worry, I'm like, it's just, I'm like, yo, take your money back. You're like, oh, no way, no way. The next thing you'll be in stores, like, I mean, I mean, I mean, one I'm like, yo, but I want to pay you back. I don't collect it for free. So I don't ask people for money. Like, I mean, I don't ask, I don't like asking people for money. I mean, I can't, I can't completely ask my sister for it. money. I hate it. I hate it. I'd rather ask my sister, I'd rather like, ask my younger sister for money than ask my guys because, I mean, you don't know what they say behind your back. Ah, see this guy. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. I rather, I rather. Yeah. Family is less likely to. But, okay. but then, family is very, very tricky because mm. I'm even at sports in this because I bought money for my sister. Actually, they pursue me. I tell her, I say, oh, more, forget that. CJ. No. So is that very no. tricky? No, when I borrow for my sister, I just say, look, if I'm borrowing like 30K, just not, I'll pay you next one week with 35K. So there's interest. No, so that one, no, everybody, everybody, but I, I don't pay. So that bank is always there. Yeah. Do you need a loan? I don't. Do you need a loan? No, no, no. There's interest. I, I end up giving you interest. I, I end up giving you interest, but I have that bad habit of not paying on time because you are my sister. If it was a good thing, I borrowed money from. I would be just to pay. But I'll be like, mama. Even when I buy stuff, so I have that like that's something like I, I even I when I buy stuff from friends. Let's say I buy a phone from you. I have a guy who's like my friend. 
I don't fuck oh paddy paddy. I give no, you your uh, money on because time. Because I don't like it when they are, when they do it. To if you. I have to pay twice, I make sure that even before that second, mm. I pay already. So me no just now in interact doing business doing business with friends. Yeah, I don't like it because. If you come and meet me like okay yeah now nah, I want you to handle my social media page or what not what not I give you my price you try to underpay me because you're my friend but yeah. you go outside and they tell you under k you pay the under k and, and I tell you under k are telling me bro how far make I only fifty I'm like you and you pay that same amount to outsiders why I mean it's not yeah I, I don't like trans- the best people do transaction with are strangers I don't know they're yeah. like sharp sharp everybody how far how far this and this they want to negotiate yeah. it to be very very mind like very very little and boom. Mm. When you're not friends, you're not bringing pleasure into business. I beg. This is uh, which business. type of pleasure, please? Which one? It's not the next one already. No, no, no answer. I don't have an answer. To say. Say so basically, yeah. they're just in terms of when I think it's because I stay alone one and yeah. I I'm on the, I That's study hard. economics. So I mean, staying alone would do would do a lot of things to you. Yeah. Not like it will break you, to be yeah. honest. You start planning your meal, your your you start planning your dinner from 7 a.m. You don't look and say, ah! If I chop this one, make I not chop this one, make I make a make a <laughs> you start planning your dinner from 7 a.m. Okay. You start planning your next breakfast from today. Like which I go chop tomorrow morning, which I will make I not chop tonight. So tomorrow morning I will chop I will chop where all this kind of thing. So and then the bills and everything, what are this one will come. Is that time everything will be spoiling? Yeah, you tell you what? Everything will be spoiling. This one will break. This one, I'm like, why? When I get money, all this is no spoil. Now when I know just everything they shake, everything they say, this one spoil. TV blue. This one blue. And landlord is not telling you, eh, you know, you know, you need to increase, increase what? And I'll be telling you, speak you that you're, I'm the one that's fixing my window. I'm the one. See, eh, well, Lagos will scatter your head. That's just what I will just tell you. Tell you. Me, you're mad. What, what, is the, what is the financial black hole for you? What would you cost something? Yeah, where would you spend your money on without thinking about it? Gadget. Like, I love, I love, I love a, gadgets. Like gadget. Right. Like and me, so I'm okay. Big. I know the, uh, yeah, I'm sneakers. I, I'm a shoehead, so. No. I'm like, I, 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 I have like, I have like 20 something shoes. Like, what? I just like buying shoes and because I like switching and everything, but. Aside those two, I don't think of it. I know the woman because me, I stingy for woman. If 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 you want to ask me for money, give me a valid reason. Oh, why I ask. No, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Eh? I just I just I just want to have it in my account. As why? the great why? lie you wasabi said, if you are not why? a problem solver in a woman's life, why? you are a problem. I'll buy food for you. The lie that said it is finished. Why? The lie that said it lost his trousers. Trousers for this girl. If I buy you something, Lai has money, you tell please. me you're craving something. Lai is a rich if, boy. If you tell me you're craving something and I provide it for you, you must crave it finish you. No, come on, eat one bite or two bites. I will crave it finish. You know, I'm full. I'm watching my watching which wait. <laughs> you don't know, say they watch your hair. Tell me, say make make I order this, order this one. So I'm all you guys chop and finish because me now me know I'll take my money. I don't care how, how much it is, but you, I know it's a, I don't know if it's a bad habit, but I don't care. No, you, you, I don't care. You, you, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I've heard everybody's pain and I you feel like all of you are all of, all of a sudden so smart with your you money. Ask me my yeah, what's your financial back hole? I'm sorry to your ledger. In yeah. Really? You're interested. Oh my god. Me, I think I have an idea, but I'm listening to your ledger. My financial black hole. Is it the thing that I cannot do without spending on? 
the thing that you would spend you your have money it, like, on yeah without right. thinking about it the gym first of all okay. that. gym subscription is like a part of my life mm-hmm. yeah but like, would, that, that one is I like would... a tail thing like it's like a part of your life already mm. platforms sandals shoes, shoes. Yeah. okay but not heels mm. shoes like platform sandals um, all those type of things. No, your own is different. Handmade <laughs> stuff, handmade footwear, yeah. handmade earrings, mm. and I love all those yeah, crafty yes, things. Mm, you like jewelry? Like no, I don't really like. I'm not really a jewelry person, mm. right? But mm-hmm. I like earthy things ish. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they're just yeah. like sort of different. So like things like that. I think. What else do you think I can spend money on? Enjoyments. Yes, sorry. Oh. oh my god, how could I have missed that? That's what I thought first. Yeah, enjoyment. What is enjoyment for you? Enjoyment for me is raving. Okay. Raving. I saw, I saw to say I won't rave now. Ah, yeah, when? yeah. When? Yeah. That guy be a that I saw. It. Oh, yeah, you want to go Oh my god. And I only just started doing raves this year, but. Mm. You would always catch me spending my money at a rave. And you think it's not actually even so expensive to rave me, in but Lagos. What is a rave? Gen Z. <laughs> Oops. Tell them. So a rave yeah. is like um it's a party. It, okay. a, a kind of I'm, party I'm that usually features um EDM, electronic, oh, electronic dance, dance music, music yeah. Afro House, Afrotech. So loud so music. Y- yeah, of course, loud music, but Mm-hmm. It's not for everybody. Most times, the crowd compared to like you know Normal other parties. Afro, mm-hmm. no, they don't play shady vibes. Mm. Wow. If you if you if, if you hear, yeah. they said tech. They said tech. Not not, uh, not lonely at the top. So even if you hear like not a Nigerian DJ music, if you if you hear like Nigerian something, for example, there was this thing that Aniko did with one of Tem's music mm. at Revolution, and mm. it just blew my mind. Shout off. out to Aniko. Shout out to Aniko, mm. please. But then the way they mix it is sounds, it's beats. So you're jamming to beats. Like you're jamming to you're not doing asama. Ma- I like yeah, that's not what we are wow. doing. Hey, hey, hey. And rose usually feature a mm-hmm. lot of people in the queer community too. Okay. So you come as you are, mm-hmm. wear what you want, okay. do what you want, mm-hmm. just just be alright. Yeah. Queer community. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. prayer parties. You guys, okay. we're going to... Yes, this is why it's called the Gen Z episode. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, we're going, to, we're going to enter one topic right now. Uh-huh. After this question, after this one, is going to be, we'll have one more and then we'll be out, right? Very important one. Relationship. This relationship, please, try Thank to ensure know. that you also talk about, like, touch on sexuality and how mm-hmm. it affects you because that. Some people are talking about a lot these days now. Like that's it's part it's of it's, yeah, yeah. So sexuality, being from a Nigerian Gen Z perspective, right? What is relationship like, and what is your take on uh, and how has what's your take on sexuality? How does it affect you? However, you want to play with sexuality, do that. Who wants to go first? Okay. Oh, so now, we're in yeah, exactly. We're in a we're in a time of the LGBTQ conversation, right? Non-binary questioning. There's so much. Plus plus. You understand? There's so much to deal. There's so much. There's so much to deal. There's so much to deal with, right? Focus on this one. 
So right, I just want to know what you guys. So so you may first. Okay. okay. Um, I know you asked two questions, which is what's relationship like uh, as a Gen Z and mm. um, what's your gender or your sexual orientation or whatever you want to talk about sexuality. Mm-hmm. Talk mm-hmm. about it. How does it affect you? Do you feel like you're a woman? Do you wish you're a woman? <laughs> you wish? Do you feel? Do you wish you're a woman and you feel like that? Do you. What Direct question, no. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, you know, she told them they're mm. one of the most strongest people in in, in the world right now. Mm. But uh, for me, I'm 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 straight. Mm. Um, the only tendencies I've had is I've seen some male actors and I'm like, damn, boy, you fire. Mm. But like, I've never ventured outside of my own to quote I your spectrum. Mm. Like, I know I'm straight. Mm. I want to be straight. <laughs> I'm going to be straight. <laughs> I will be straight. You are straight. That, do you understand? Yes. Like a ruler, that's it. Yes. You know, we're not yes. bending. Um, also, like, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, anyone in the room, but like, the, the world is more friendly toward, the world is very unfriendly toward men who venture outside sexuality, um, mm. outside the straight sexuality. Okay. Like, a man can see a lesbian woman and be like, ooh, that's hot. I dig that. I like lesbian women. I want to see two men make out. So I to see a gay man and like, if if I deck you, mm. <laughs> you know, I th- there was a day I was um, in a space with a couple of friends. This guy walks in, he's wearing a white shirt. There's a blood stain on his shoulder. And we're talking, talking, talking. He joined the conversation, we're talking. I was like, wait, why is there a blood stain on your shoulder? I was like, oh, he was talking with a couple of people downstairs. And I'm like, mm-hmm, go on. And I was like, there's this one dude, they know he's queer. And he was talking to him and he put his hand on his shoulder. Mm. And I was like, don't <laughs> don't ever touch me again. But the way he spelled that out was with like maybe physicality, mm, like you know, trying to. So mm. that that was the bloodstain of the. So he of the, the yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. And if you watch a, a series like Sex Education, you see how Eric, yes. who is yeah, um, yeah the black guy, attacked mm-hmm. a lot, a lot. Mm. So, so as a man, you're not as predisposed to to venturing out. I have friends that are. I have female friends who are queer. I have male friends who are queer, mm. and. Just from the experience, both of the, you know, they're always in hiding, of course, mm-hmm. but for the men, it's, it's, it's massive worse. unsafe, you know. Um, relationships in, in as a Gen Z, I wouldn't say, so one thing I know, two things, or, you know, a couple things, we are exposed to much more information. Mm. There's a lot that we can, um, that we now know, because it also explains why far younger people are, um, intimate or I know relationship, mm. you know, just like the children that went for inter-house sports mm. and we're having sex. It's crazy. Um, we're exposed to much more information in terms of um, intimacy, how we love, um, which is a good and a bad thing. Um, then you have situations where I think I think it still boils down to that that problem of you know too much information. Mm. Uh, but me, I always say. If you if you know what you want, if you are intelligent enough to outline what you want, find someone who there's like a crisscross, like it's, it's almost the same thing mm. with the little differences that you can both work on, and just hold your hands together and go that way. Mm. Mm. Because <laughs> there is there is so much that can go wrong, and you know, um, especially for sexuality, mm. like especially for intimacy, rather. Mm. Um, you have situations where you want to try out something, this person's not trying out. Or maybe you've you've been together for a long while and you're like, okay, now let's now do this thing and this person is not into it. And you're like, okay, now I have to cheat on them or I have mm. to move away or something like that. That's just what it is. I think ours is guided by a lot of information. Is it difficult? Um, yes and no. 
if you if you I think it goes back to kind of like the money topic. You you have to learn to filter. Mm. You know, so this is coming in. Some people don't entertain. Back to the guy thing again. Some people are like, okay, there's gay people. I don't want to hear. 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 That's not my thing. Let's not even bother having the conversations. Some people are like, okay, tell me about it. I like to sit down and have conversations with people who are not straight, who are mm. queer, or mm. who have a predisposition to queerness, mm. um, just to be educated on the subject. Mm. But it doesn't mean I'll venture into it. Mm. But there are some people that will be like. I'm filtering. Don't even come to me with that thing. Mm. Else, I, my your blood stain, mm. my shirt. Mm. You know they're gonna they're gonna be together. Mm. Um, so if it's difficult, it, it's a thing of learning how to to receive that information, how to manage it. For me, mm-hmm. um, there's stuff I've seen and I'm just like nah 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 nah. <laughs> like I said, I've seen. Okay, so I'm going to mention the actor that that I really <laughs> I really like seeing on my feed. Um, if you watched Bridgerton, he mm. was in season one. Uh, mm. Bridget on page. Oh my that, god! That man, I'm just like a fine <clears> man. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny to talk about him this way. You know, but like I wouldn't ever, you know, go all the way. Like I see him, I'm like, okay, sir, yes, mm. I am now ready. Yeah, <laughs> you just appreciate a gorgeous. Yeah, man. do you understand? And and I feel like that's another thing people don't understand. They're like, mm, he's gay, he's gay, he's gay. Mm. It's just like, no, I can appreciate people when I see them. Mm. I think that's also part of sexuality. Mm. But like people don't see that way. Like if I see a good looking guy come to the office or, you know, a friend of mine, I'm just like, guy, you look good. Men don't do well with that. Mm. Men don't like that. Mm. What are you talking about? Mm. You're telling a guy he looks good. <laughs> okay. Do you understand? Okay. Okay. No, 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 no. You see, that's... Guy, you, your muscles guy, are bigger. That's a, that's a Jay-Z thing. Your muscles are bigger. As a man, I say, guy, you try. You can't. Hey. You can't. You do okay. <laughs> Do you understand? Mm. So yeah, for, for me, it's just it's just too much information. Learning how to navigate, knowing what you want, be open. Um, if 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 you meet someone, for instance, let's say I wanted to be in a relationship yeah. with a lady and she's bisexual, mm. I'm not going to say ah. Mm, this conversation so, is different. Do you understand? It's a whole thing. Uh, I wouldn't say okay ah, because it's like this demon is walking inside your body. I not do. She might be the best person for you out there as compared to some, you know, straight Christian, yada, yada, yada. You might end up not appreciating and it might be bad. So <laughs> be open-minded. Yeah. Just That's how I approach it. But I know what I want. Mm. I'm open-minded. Mm. But for now, I'm just going to stick to... You're still straight. Yeah. Yeah. As what, a ruler. <laughs> what, what I can hear is that you're not in a relationship. <laughs> That's all I can hear from because no, I will. not relationship therapy. I know. Just, I, just, I just just talk <laughs> just No, no, no. Don't get me wrong. Every time relationship status. I can neither confirm nor deny. I love it. Don't do it. I love it. Who wants to go next? Me. Let me go next. Okay. Um, I think that the sexuality conversation is one that I like to talk about because um. I think that again, society has painted some of these things as negative. very negative, demonic, satanic, yeah. you know, Absolutely. marine spirits, etc., etc. Et mm. Right. And one of the things that I love about myself, I think that that's that's my most attractive feature to myself. Mm. Aside my voice, mm. is my mind. Mm-hmm. It's how it's very willing to just open up to, you know, the experiences of other people. And I think mm-hmm. that that's why I also love storytelling, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. When you meet some of these people, 
you realize that they are comfortable in their sexuality yeah. and in my head it's like okay so why are people now attacking them for things that you know really it's concern yours, you yeah. like you know not be you are own fuck like mm. why they cry <laughs> yeah. about yeah. this thing right and um i also think that for example um the main thing that you talked about where you know you said that um men do like to hear sweet things or yeah. It's upbringing. Yeah, it's upbringing. You mm-hmm. know, women are usually seen as the soft ones, the ones yeah. that should Compliment. be admired, the ones that should be admired. Men are just seen as providers, like, oh, you just go out to work. Do you understand? You know, take Possibly care of go the to woman war. and look fine. But now we have men who are, we, we have men <laughs> who love men, men who admire men, mm-hmm. and men who intentionally want to take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. We, ha- we have men who have feminine styles, right? Men who wear skirts and look gorgeous. Yeah. Men who wear crop tops. They mm. wear vests. Mm. They wear ripped, ripped clothing. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you dying? I was legit. Why is a man wearing a crop top? <laughs> but, and you want like, fashion. Oh my God. He's see, like, no, 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 I think that's his Somebody face. that does so great at this fashion thing for me is Denola Gray. Mm. I love how he puts pieces together. <laughs> Aya, don't oh, kill me. Who? Yeah, Annie is also great. Oh, James Brown. Amazing. No, please. Please, you stop. <laughs> no. That's where don't we draw the line. <laughs> don't that's, push it. That's where we draw the line. But with sexuality though. as a whole, I think oh, that's that... How? I think that everybody... Face. I think that everybody can do what they want, mm-hmm. right? I'm straight, but... Can, yeah. I yeah. also think that there are... Certain situations I where know. I have found women attractive. Mm. Yeah. Even till now, like yeah. I was at this rave last year and there was this babe that was flirting with me and she was so gorgeous. I love the honesty. Tell us more, please. <laughs> I'm down. That's what I was I was just dancing with my friend, you know. I was gone, first of all. I was gone. Mm-mm. But I was having the time of my life. Love it. The music was good, everywhere was dark. You know, you had this blinking lights mm. different colors and she was on the other side of the room right close to the dj she was smirking and i was i, I had seen her but i was just dancing there are many people that i had seen she was dressed in this i think she was wearing this really short mini skirt mm. and this top she's she has big boobs but not too big mm. just the right amount and she has a cute face mm. and so she was looking at me at first, she was just doing her eyes in one in some very seductive way, and in my head, I was just like, oh, "Okay, what's this? Love like, it. I love it. Bye okay." <laughs> and then she just smiled to me, "I love your outfit," and I wanted to die. <laughs> I was just like, "Oh my god, woman, <laughs> woman, woman! Don't be doing that! <laughs> Don't be doing that!" But I liked it, right? Mm. These are things that maybe. Let's say three years ago, if this had happened, I'd probably think, oh my God, why did I find it so cool that mm. she was flirting at me? Am I going to hell? Mm. Am I going to... Is this mm. bad? Yeah. Exactly. There's also Christianity. There's mm. society. Oh my God, what would somebody think of this? Can I even tell my friend that yeah. somebody was attracted to me or somebody mm. was trying to flirt with me and that person was a woman? Mm. But now it's something that I'm very like... To a certain extent, I'm open like mm. to receiving all of the... Mm. Flirt Anywhere with it comes me, please. From, yeah. mm. Do what I, I, before that party I went for like an all um women a woman woman themed party or women themed party mm-hmm. I'm not sure mm-hmm. and it was just so amazing to, to just see lesbians to see trans women to see 
all sorts of women just be themselves in a space. Yeah. It was so hot. And I'm so glad that there were no men there because <laughs> it was just very beautiful. They there killed was... you by <laughs> It was beautiful. Like, you just see a lot of women twerking on each other. Mm. Some women are just like hanging over with their boobs. Bro. Why did you come for this party? No, please. Men, Don't come. No men. Don't go there. Men aren't allowed here, please. Identify as well. Please. Please. But please, I'm, I'm all for like, you know, the sexuality, the different parts of, you know, mm. sexuality. Like anything that you want to do, be fine. But there are some things that I do not understand about, mm. especially when, um, especially with trans people, mm. right? Yeah, that's um, where I kind of... Trans women, trans men, they try to claim rights of, like, biological women. Mm. And I'm not trying to downplay their emotions or how they feel about certain things. But I don't know if I would ever be comfortable being in a bathroom, for mm. example, a with woman. a trans woman mm. that's still obviously with a penis. Like, mm. I, I'm, I'm not sure how... It might, I might get there mm-hmm. to that point, but I'm not sure how I'm supposed to work my mind through with that. that. Yeah. Do you understand? Where it's not like, okay, you're treating this person who has transformed from being a man to a woman mm. as a full-on woman. Mm. Even in sports, right? Mm. You can't say that they have the same... Um, you can't treat them the same way. Mm. A trans woman and a woman yeah. running the same race. Mm. You know, they say that men have certain advantages. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so hormones. that cannot be the same thing. Yeah. There, are, there are still so many differences that we yes, have. Yeah. Yes, that just saying, oh, okay, you feel a woman, mm. it can't really like change that. Yeah. But then again, like, do you at mm. the end of the day? For relationships, as long as it's not toxic, as long as it's not toxic mm. to me, and mm. that's something I just very like. If it's not affecting me, mm-hmm. if it's not affecting anybody, if it's not putting anybody in bad, in bad situations, mm. like just do you. Mm. For relationships, um, I don't really know, but I just think that it's easier to be. I think that for me, I think it's easier to be in a relationship now mm. because there are more people because of how aware they are about their sexuality. Mm. They're also like aware of their of, of themselves. And if you're aware of yourself enough to be first of all honest with yourself, I think that you can live a more intentional life. Mm-hmm. Or you're you can have more intentional relationships. So if you're queer or you're bisexual, I don't think that you should be hiding it. But I also understand why some people hide it, right? Because of judgment and so many other mm-hmm. things like that. Violence. Exactly, violence too, especially with gay men mm-hmm. there are uh, the, the thing where you talked about gay women being more attractive to men is very valid mm. that's why even in three psalms you see this man he wants to sleep with two women but if the woman says no i want a man to it becomes a problem because <laughs> like it's, it's, it's a problem it's, why is it a, a problem? problem why so we don't cross swords no no that's that's but but military men do now they no, no. They, they cross swords as a sign of salute. No, no. I, know, I, know, I know what you're saying. So like that's how I think about relationships. Is, is it easier easy for you? To be more open. No, are, are relationships as a Gen Z easy for you? Um I won't really say as a Gen Z. Yeah, I don't but think it's a thing. I don't think it's saying mm-hmm. as a Gen Z thing, <laughs> right? I but know. I think that for me, me, but for me. 
I'm just very open towards like I'm very open to certain things now and I think that what being a Gen Z has sort of like maybe helped me with is just understand or be more open to understanding who I am my sexuality, mm. the things that I want, the things that I love. And so if I'm going to be with somebody, right, the person has to also be somebody that is open-minded. Mm-hmm. I'm not willing to just put myself love in this box. Up. Do you yeah. understand? As far, okay, this is what I am supposed to do. When I'm in the bed, the man comes, he lay on me, do what he's supposed to do, we born, no dear. That's not how it works. Mm. I don't I don't fuck with you that. intimacy. I want intimacy. And I want intentional intimacy. Love and you can it. only get intentional intimacy when you know yourself mm-hmm. and you open your mind to like so many things, mm. right? And why are you? Well, I actually agree with that now. So, so that's 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 it for me. So, b- before he goes, there's something I wanted to, to Ask say. Me. Oh, okay. Uh, j- just maybe in addition, or maybe it might come up as a question. It might come out as a question. Um, there's something you said about um, trans people, and I and I realized I did not touch on that because that is actually where. So, that's actually where I kind of like draw a line because. There was this news recently. I was trying to find it, but I couldn't. Um, a, a trans woman won an all like a women's sport, mm. and there has been protests. I think it was in swimming, and there has been a lot of protests. And look, these people are genetically more predisposed to beating us at this kind of game. Funny enough, it's not just down to physical genetics mm. in chess. Um, just to bore you a little bit, there was a the, tournament World Cup recently. Yeah, yeah. The highest title in chess is I'm Grandmaster. For a yeah. male grandmaster, it's you have to get a rating of two thousand five hundred. Mm. For a female grandmaster, you have to get a rating of about two two or two three hundred. Mm. So it's not actually the same thing. Mm. And you have situations where women, and it's, it's not just a title. So the title is GM, mm. but for women, it's WGM. It's not the same thing because you can have a situation where you could play ten games straight as a woman, a female grandmaster with a male grandmaster, and you would not even smell a win. Yeah, it's 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 very common and. Back then, there was a lot of misogyny toward women to chess. Like one of the greatest, like all-time chess champions, Gary Kasparov, would often say, when they would ask him, like, do you think more women should play chess? I'm like, no, a woman's place is in the kitchen. Uh-huh. He's a Russian, um, oh, okay, okay. and <laughs> he explains a lot. So it, I think, after two movies um, simultaneously, The Queen of Katwe and um, The Queen's Gambit mm. was where you start to see more women come out into chess and. You know, fight for glory yeah. as equally so as men. It was a whole thing. Oh yeah. The, there are women that have been so successful at chess, but the history books cleaned out their name. In fact, there are movies that were made on chess based off of a woman, but a male played the role, wow. and it just never came up to the spotlight. Why? In fact, games like Monopoly were invented by a woman, but it never came to the spotlight. Like when you Google it, you see Hans Bro, a man. Mm. This, this, this. So it's not just physical genetics, like. They've kind of sidelined women. So now that women now have their thing, you now have a situation where men are still trying to infiltrate and come in and be... And I can understand uh, it. uh, So I'm like, trans woman compete in men's sports. Mm. Trans man... Or they create a... A a separate thing entirely, Yeah. yeah. So trans women against trans so men. So there's a balance. So there's a balance. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like anybody's taking advantage of the other gender. Mm. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Nana. Oji. All right. So um, I just have I just have one rule based off of sexuality and all, yeah. I don't... I treat it as two different things, yeah. 
For instance, let me let me put it in context. I like Young Emmy because she's a good rapper, but I don't like Young Emmy in terms of she being gay, right? So there are two different things. I have gay friends. You are cool. You gay. We gay, alright. No matter. But don't carry your gay <laughs> shit to me. Like I will change her for you. Mm. But we can actually relate. We can talk about that stuff. But don't come and start telling me you have nice lips. Nice lips, bow. I don't, I don't understand. No, but the way you talk at the good day effects. Don't be saying, don't say we're looking at you. I think your lips are cute. I'm like, bro, Alpha, calm down. Bro. Can yeah, you, okay, can you yeah. sleep in the same bed? And um, let's say, you know this thing guys do now where we're squatting with yeah, each other, yeah, we're yeah. spending, like, okay, I'm just coming to your room to spend the night. Maybe we have an exam tomorrow. Can you sleep in the same bed with a gay man? I'm more, where we touch my elbow straight to. Can you sleep Stop in the same bed? No, uh, as long as, as long as you know, say, maybe I did <laughs> If you want, you go fight. But if you touch me and yeah, I'll give you a bull like this. One thing, one thing, <laughs> as someone who has associated with a couple gay people, one thing they would always tell you is, we have choice too. Like we don't just see every random man walking on the street. Yeah, and I know. Exactly. I know. They I'm, have choice. You have choice. Have I am happy aspect. and I'm, I am glad for the privilege that you consider me <laughs> as a choice or as your spec. But no, true. That's what I said. That's what I said. I'm not. I'm cool with that, but don't touch. Like I said, I didn't say I can't stay in the same bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just said if you touch me, I don't think like, so. I can't. I don't want to be sleeping and somebody is touching me. I'm feeling. Because I know. I, like, I, before I so I'll ask a question. I'll pray it is I'll ask, a, I'll ask a question. Why do why why does that act? Why do you hate that act? I want to ask a question. I don't know. Why are you touching me? Okay, let me. Let me so you know this how ladies feel when men do it too. No. Exactly. Why are you touching me? But you know this how ladies feel when men do it too. Okay, that was said gay. But no, my own is, no, my own is, no, my own is, my own is, I just want you to let you know. That's, that's a different thing. It's not a different thing. They don't like you, why are you touching them? Why are you touching them? But the same thing. I am not gay. Yeah, you're not saying you're not gay. I like Yash. You understand? Don't, don't, don't attracted to you in that sense. Eh, okay. Let me ask you a question. If you were beside an ugly lady sleeping, spending the night, same thing, same scenario. You're not attracted to her. Why do you say ugly? Maybe. Who's ugly? Don't worry. I don't. You're not attracted to her. Yeah, yeah. And she touches you. What would you do? Well, I mean, I would react differently. Instead yeah. of just engaging. You wouldn't physically hit her. Aside the fact you that you can't be. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I think it's the same thing. I think you should. What if it's James Brown like sleeping beside you? And you start touching me. I, I can't lie. Why would you? I well, first off, I'll ask myself. I'll ask myself why James Brown sleeping beside me. So, but I realize that most of them are actually cool. Like when you, if you're like chilling with them and all, like they're actually cool. I don't have, I have, I don't have a problem with them, but don't bring it on to me. Yeah. Like, I think that you can create your boundaries without being. Violent no, I'm not violent, but I'll tell no, you straight up. Saying, I'm saying, I'll tell you. Or condescending Bro, about I am like straight like spaghetti. You tell them to you tell deep voice. Deep voice. The guy. I go clear you guy. No, they touch me. Bro. You can <laughs> wear your crop top. You can <laughs> wear your you can do your tumba tumba, but don't be yes. to me. You don't do it now. It's a call for violence. We can talk about we can talk about football, talk about that things, but don't start telling me, eh, you know, you know. I don't know anything, no, bro. You have, you have uh, nice hips. But, but you don't have but, a problem with, like, people with different sexuality. I love young Gemi. Like... Mm-hmm. But you say you don't like her because she's... No, I, 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 I'm saying that I like her based off the fact that, 
Oh, I don't like, I don't judge her based on she's very concerned me on her. Yeah. You understand? Long as she's not being close to me. Mm -hmm. You understand? But young Emma is a good rapper. Didn't see young Emma long. Like, yo, this baby's fire. Mm -hmm. so you know the art. Yeah, exactly. So, but if I'm with her now, she starts telling me, oh, okay, let's say, let's say she's into guys. You know, young Emma is not telling two ladies or no. Let's say she's into guys and start being that she close to me. I'll be like, forget to guy. You understand? I'll clear you say day or day. But I don't have an issue with that. I have a friend that is, that is gay and we talk. And the guy even tells me that he, that he likes talking to me because I don't make him feel this thing, yeah. this thing. But I was like, on the other side, I already cleared it that don't come and start telling me uh, you look cute. I don't look cute. Mm. If you want to tell me, say, yeah, my picture. If you, tell me, if you want to tell me my picture is fine, that's something you don't tell me. If I take a nice picture, don't tell me I look cute. I'll be like, ah, wow. What if a girl tells you? No, no. Imagine, okay, imagine me. Look at your tattoo now. He takes a picture and I'm like, oh, you look cute. <laughs> What did you go talk? Sorry, what, what, what was I don't hear my name? What did you say? <laughs> Imagine now you take a fire picture you yeah. and I and I comment, oh you look cute. I think they hijacked your Instagram account. That's what I said. Yeah, understand. Because your friend you can say you go you go read the message like two times. He will reply at once, read like two times. Like I don't understand. It is not the message, it's the person that is sending the exactly. message. Exactly. Don't tell me I look cute. Oh cute, cute beards, cute beards, bow. So I think I think it's the message because the way men receive compliments is not the same way women receive compliments. Oh yeah, yes, definitely. Yeah, so you I can't think, tell a man, oh, you're cute. I think that that's as I a feel, man, I feel you're a lady. And you're like, oh, yeah. no, you look even, so cute. even for some men, it doesn't work. No, if you're a baby, you tell me I'm cute. So I'm like, mm. I'm like, that means you don't even rate me. No, no, you're looking at me as like yes. your good best friend. No, no, say I'm money. Say I'm money. Say you're buff. Yes. You have the thing. Say I'm a bad guy. Don't say I'm cute. I am a bad guy. I think in this new generation, <laughs> men have the most resistance because what is. When it comes to affection exactly. and to honesty, like. How? Don't say I'm cute. What's Ooh, cute? Teddy bear is cute. Do you understand? I, I, feel, I feel that this conversation. Say I'm like Kadrogo. I, 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 <laughs> yes. I, I grab. I feel, like, I feel like this conversation is huge. <laughs> eh? yeah. We're going to drop it small now. <laughs> Nana is going to tell us about relationships. I'm going to move to the final question, please, no. because what? Nana, I have relationships. What do you want to hear about relationships? Is, is it difficult for you? What is relationship? What, what is being in a relationship right now? Um, I just feel what people these days don't engage in more is. That's your people. <laughs> <laughs> what we do engage more in is uh, like having proper conversations. Mm. You just feel, oh, we are dating, we are dating. That's that's like you guys, you guys need to like actually, actually. You, you guys actually need to like understand your peace. Like you guys know that, okay, yeah, this is, I mean, now my, my, my girlfriend here, yeah, hey. she processed. She processes process data like slowly. I mean, I'm quick to react to, to things away. and you are telling me you are still processing, processing words. I don't understand. Hey, like, I mean, that, that those are things that we should have spoken about previously. So it won't become an issue. Mm. Like the way people, the way you, the way you, okay, now we have issues and I'm okay in three days and I expect you to be okay be, in three days too because I'm okay in three days. Mm. And you, you, you need like two weeks to 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 process the whole thing and i'm like which you have which one be it yeah. and i like, yeah i don't do no you understand like those are things that you should actually like have conversations about before you just jump into relationships and all and i feel people these days yeah we don't know what being a relationship is you just like the whole i have a boyfriend i have 
what exactly it's a, it's is a boyfriend trophy like you just like oh um, I'm, I'm, i've been dating for five years i've been dating for two years yeah. but what well, exactly are you guys doing your relationship do you guys have proper conversations or you guys just sit around or do you around? run away when you have small struggles how do you how do you guys resolve conflict like yeah. you guys have an issue how do you resolve how, yes. how do you resolve conflict like, no like i'm like these are things that I that is I'm not saying that oh I'm being I'm perfect and all. I mean be able to take um, responsibility for your actions. Mm. If you fuck up, no say you fuck up. Don't come and start praying. Uh, that's the way I am. I don't understand. I don't give a fuck. No, that's no, the way no, you are. Uh, I, oh I, my god, I, I'm I a cancer. Like, uh, like it's not it's not making sense. You're an adult. <laughs> you should you. Yes, we not gonna get relationship. You should actually be able to be responsible for your actions. Like you should know that okay, what you are doing as consequences like don't you don't you can't just shove everything on the carpet you guys need to know that so, she is dragging single people on this spot <laughs> and it is not fair because she's also single she's the chair lady of singleness like i don't understand it, she's 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 picture is coming <laughs> which i just feel you guys should just know what you are doing in relationship yeah. like you should know what being in relationship is it's not just oh i have a boyfriend i have a girlfriend like you should actually know what being in a relationship means. That's the thing. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still getting yeah, to know that P. Like, if you want to learn full time what being in a relationship fully feels like. I have this. I have this. I, have, I don't know if I'll quite a bad habit, but I am I have, serious and willing. You know, you're cool headed. You're calm. You have money. Call me. I believe you. I have this habit of, I don't know if I would say, if I would say it's a bad thing, but I have this thing of, because I see women, sorry, but I see women as, in a no come with manual. Like, in a, even, nobody, like, nobody in a, comes with like, a manual. You can't tell, like, women. I don't feel, that, I don't, I can't understand. Like, I, see, there will be a time, Ugochi, I'm telling you straight up, there will be a time I'll reach you up, I'll be like, which I want to ask you something. How how this P they were because women and you guys eh? Ah, um, today you guys your mood swings. I don't understand. Today you are happy tomorrow. See, see, I'm not talking talking about women who don't talk or women who and they they, they, they can't communicate. Women who don't communicate. I'm not talking about those people. Ugochi and I are full-time communicators. That's that's who we are. We are very expressive about our Be, feelings. Like that's what that's what being, we, we being talk. A good but not like, everybody you're does. Not, that. You're not a kid that will be asking you to be communicating. You something like yo, come, open your mouth, like talk, like like. Yeah, what do, you want? do you understand? Yeah. No, I'm saying. Hey, I think you should know. That's what I mean. I don't have powers to read your mind. Open your mouth and talk. Don't tell me uh, you should know by now. I don't understand. Do I have am I a mind reader? Mm. Be able to communicate. Like maybe just open 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 your mouth, basically. Just open your mouth. You if so I'm not cool with it, I'll tell you I'm not cool with this. But don't don't keep it in and then say, and then you start acting up. And I'm wondering why you're acting up. You say, Oh, it's because you uh, uh, you are mad that I don't know that you are mad. How am I supposed to know that you are mad? Yes. <laughs> you know, like, oh my like that's traumatic. I don't understand, like that's how very, very traumatic. traumatic. So what I find that also, no, 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 maybe not, <laughs> because of especially social media, um, young people are so are susceptible to terrible information, right? 
expectation. Exactly. So it's, it's when you go on social media and see mm-hmm. somebody say she's a baby girl, mm. but she don't be telling you how she's a baby girl. And so you think that being a baby girl is what she's showing you on social media, mm-hmm. right? Or when she says, oh, um, um, if, you, if you need something from your man, a man is meant to provide. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like just, there's just a lot of things on That's social sure. media, right? And I feel that the people, even, and I even feel this about work too, the people who know what to do are not talking enough. Either that or, or their voice is being drowned by the noise, That's right? True. And so a lot of young people, and that's why when you were talking about that, oh, you look at your brothers and you take dressing, right? I was talking about that with a friend recently. A lot of young people lack community of people who actually are doing the thing that is meant to be done, mm-hmm. right? And so community sees what community does, right? So as a person, if I see somebody that uh, every day, I was my uh, boyfriend slapping her. I think it's okay. I think that uh, because I'm exposed to that a lot, I, in my mind, I'm going to think that as a young girl, that that's okay for my, my for my man to shout at me, for my man not to defend me outside, for him to talk to me anyhow. Mm-hmm. I think it's okay, mm-hmm. right? But if you if you are if you're exposing yourself to people who are actually having healthy relationships, and I even think that this even boils down to our our families, our our parents. Parents don't be telling you. They don't want you to see you them crying. They don't want you to see you. They don't want you to see them having conversations with their spouse. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. They just think that oh, decisions are made when daddy nods his head, or or yeah. mommy, mommy, mommy needs to shout for daddy to hear, and then they think that that's the way to communicate. What daddy says is final. Exactly. Daddy is the one true source. If daddy knows everything, but yeah. increasingly as we grow older, we are seeing that that's not the case, right? So also, I think mentorship. Is important, right? In everything, but yeah, relationship, but yeah, work. Oh, all mentors should also try to be honest. I feel like we lack honesty in our society. We're not true to ourselves, and so it trickles down to everything that we're doing, right? So, boyfriend, girlfriend, this one, that one. This is what I think, right? So, it's a societal problem, at the, at, right? It's a, it's a, it's a pandemic, right now. Seriously, you know. And I pray. And I hope that young people are able to confide in people that they trust, and those people who are who they trust do not do be not. Yeah, and also yeah, be willing to yeah. learn, and also do not take that trust for granted. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So also, yeah. Gen Z women should leave millennial men alone. Thank Why? you. That's what I wanted Play to say. With no. your age, mate, no. before they come out on Twitter no. and drag us that we are sexual reporters. <laughs> Please. But also, no. but, but you know, that's a this conversation. That conversation we're about to go because into. the audacity of Gen Z women, you've not spoken ah. about it. Do millennials? Oh yeah, there's that. They would be the Gen Z babes. Do you? What? Okay. But first of all, I'll start like this. Do millennial women hit on you as a Gen Z? As Gen Z men? As Gen Z? Yes, women? actually. They do. Yeah. Why? Uh, it's. Yeah, like. I, they, and funny thing is that they actually just stay to the point like they don't even they, they know they should got code or text code up. It's not left to you yes or no. You they do have you know they do bounce. It's that simple. No, they don't they don't do Google to go. They just tell you straight, bro. How far? Go do have you know go do. It's not left to you to just you make like your that. decisions. No, I don't feel I mean I don't feel so I don't feel I just feel like okay, as long as you are not going through like you're just being straightforward. So I mean, you're not forcing me. So it's not left to me to say yes or no. So the choice is actually mine. So regardless of whoever or however you say it or anything, the choice still boils down to me. So I don't feel, I don't take offense in that. How mine happens is, um, yes. 
not often. But they think you're but 40 yes, years old. <laughs> but then they find out the, they find out the age and they're like, eh. Ah. <laughs> is that me how it is? <laughs> you know, like a lot of them would see me have conversation with me. I have people come up to me like, I thought you were 26. I thought you were 28. I thought you were older than me. Mm. You know? It happens. You yeah. know? Not maybe not millennials, but even people older than me. Mm. Um but then, a quick one. Yeah. Do you find offensive when you have been asked your age by a lady? Like you have you meet a babe now and she's asked she's she's trying to figure out how old you are because you don't look your age, etc. Like so for that. men, no. But I know we, I know where you're going to because mm. women don't like it. Right? Yeah. I, I've been told you it's 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 gentlemanly to have to not ask a lady her age. Mm. But why? Um, why? Why can't me? you ask your age? Yeah, I think it's when they're insecure about their age, like if they're older than, um, or some of them have like that fear, you know, there's this thing where the closer you get to 30 or the closer you get to 40, the more insecure you are. And then they don't want to hot here, by the way. Yes. Can't wait to get every year. Actually, I've already passed them. So yeah, that's just mine. Um, sometimes it happens uh, when they find out like the disparity in our lives and our ages, and that maybe. Um, so I, it's not painful, but I feel like you you've said it now, and I'm now thinking. But no, it's it's not painful. It's just. It's just uh, what it is. Yeah, it's just what it is. So you do have millennial men of course uh, uh, how do you handle that of course millennial men don't have how, shame how do i handle it <laughs> you, you collect for <laughs> him mistakenly he just should ask her they have the millennial men she's hitting on first do you have do you i'm sorry i'm sorry so you do you have millennial men that you're hitting on see i, I have already, I, I, i've said this before and i'll say it again and i'll say it again <laughs> because some people on this pod may not know it I've passed my hitting on men era. Now mm. I want to be the one that like that hit on me. Yes. Because I've noticed that those men, because I'm an expressive woman, mm. you know, that likes to take the bull by the horn. Mm. Especially when I know that you like me, but you're just, because I usually end up with reserved men. Mm. They don't really talk much. Mm-hmm. Mysterious and shit. <laughs> I know they do again. <laughs> you never again finish that you like them. It's not blessed if you're the one carrying the relationship. relationship. And I don't want that. So mm. please, be, come hit on me. I love Yes, it. I do have millennial men hitting on me. Mm. It's very nice, you know, mm. because I'm not, I'm not attracted mm. to like, your younger age. Nah, younger men. Mm-hmm. I'm Why so you sorry. Look at me, no, no, <laughs> I, my, I was moving around. I don't think that. I mean, the only person maybe that I have dated, I will even say is my age, like a year different. Mm-hmm. And we're even in school mm-hmm. at time. But right now, it's 22 years old, 21. Mm. What are we doing now? No, but what are we talking about? So typically, you would want to go with. It may not be typically 25. for some people, right? I mean, I'm just, it's just a me thing, mm. right? It's just a. I, I, because I, if you, my mother would say this, and I think that it is true that women mature before men. Mm. And so a 23 year old woman and a 23 year old man. Very different. Yeah, but in some cases, you may have some men that are more mature, mm. more open-minded. Mm. But in most cases, the woman is always the more emotionally mature one, mm. right? And so I've noticed that men that are older, I can sit down and have conversations with them. Mm. We have, like, very intelligent conversations. We, mm. we play, too, and mm. all of the other things. But 
it's just it just feels like more of a match for mm. me than younger people. Mm. But maybe when I now reach like twenty eight or twenty or you thirty, I may now be finding men in that twenty seven mm. attractive. Mm-hmm. But right now I can't be finding a twenty year old attractive. Okay, so um, just to deconstruct what you said a little bit. The reason for that is because society places a kind of um chip on women's shoulders, both genders. To match her earlier. Yeah, because of marriage. marriage. Because you can be you can be a twenty three year old guy or twenty five year old guy. You're talking to a twenty five year old girl. She's ready for marriage. You're not. But you're not. Pastor K said people should marry at twenty four. We are not right. ready. Okay. Okay. Say men less, say should marry at twenty four. He was talking to his uh, congregation. No, he was talking to men. Say men should marry at twenty four. Uh, <laughs> I don't go to that church now. But no, I don't go to that church. So ah, I don't. So, you know, but for men, like society, you know, our chip is. Somebody recently said something about like a provider mindset. Mm. Yeah. So you wouldn't see men typically in that age group you've talked about having a provider mindset. Mm. You know, we are we are getting to an age, first of all, we are working hard to build our life. Mm. And then we are not thinking of... So we, we may have, especially if you are like the first male child or... For me, we're just the two pressure. male children. So it's hot. We're like twins. It's hot. Mm. You know, so <laughs> I'm at the stage where... I want to take care of myself and like find solid footing, mm. get my place, do this, do this, be solid. Mm. So you won't come to me and say, hi, I'm pregnant for you. Use a condom, kids. Bruh. Use a condom. Or the man so, should get a... Those vasectomy. Family, a, no. There's no ah, family planning for me. <laughs> Don't cut it, I beg. So, <laughs> so what you have is men, millennial men right now, because of the age... Um, um, conundrum basically have the provider mindset mm. and then the women in the gen z age already have their own emotional maturity mm. down so that's why the match is like mm. kind of equal mm. but for us but we also don't want men that are just financially whatever mm. yeah i'm very attracted to men who are emotionally matured mm. because it's not just money mm-hmm. it's, money you, is you, like money is I, see money i like money yeah but money is more of a secondary <laughs> like thing like for money, me yeah. mm. Right, I want a man that I can talk to. I want a man that can listen to me. Okay. I want a man that can actively contribute to my conversations. Mm. Not yes, okay. I want a man that would see me when mm. I'm speaking. So it's a lot of emotional thing, and not so many men know how to do that. It's all about dropping. It's not just about dropping money and providing. Listen to true confessions. Sorry, guys. Nana, correct me if I'm wrong, but what she just talked about for Nana, me, the yeah, trend. Yeah, what you talk about? Okay, I'll reiterate what she said. She wants um. Emotional maturity in a man uh, preceding financial security. Mm. And that means someone who can have conversations with her and listen to her and be more in tune with the relationship. But for me, I find that the trend is the, the opposite. For our age bracket, the opposite is the case. You often find ladies you can't have um, conversations with or mm. fully... They don't have like, as much mm. as an identity mm. as they would so like. Mm. Yeah, you know, they, yeah. It could just be, I go to church and I go to work. That's it. Hey, those cases, the, the ladies of these days, they put the financial aspect first before anything. Facts. So nobody cares about if you, if you can have conversations. That's why women are women. No, can you provide? Can you buy me this? Can you buy me this week? Can you buy me this? That's not the way to win, man. No, like, that's the <laughs> thing. You are saying based off your... Based but have your money, preference. Shabby, because me yeah. said I work Fine. for my own. Money is involved and everything, that. but you there's can... some people that just make money, like, mm-hmm. the genesis of everything. Genesis and evolution. Everything yeah. shall boil the money. If you like, eat me. If you like... Punch me, I don't care. As long yeah. as one slap, one ticket. 
I have a I'm friend. Okay I know somebody who, yes, who would not want to talk to a man every day. She doesn't want you to be telling her. Um, she doesn't want you to be telling her, oh, you're, you look so gorgeous. You look like... There are reels for this. And, and that, that thing problem. comes with a lot of entitlement. Like, oh, I'm entitled to this. Yeah. Oh, I'm, uh, you, the one I hate the most is uh, you should pay me for looking beautiful. I don't understand. <laughs> or uh, I'm looking pretty. Or, uh, my man, they do man because my man go step. My man go send. My man go send on their K. Say go 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 and buy a time. <laughs> so I don't blame them. My man, they do man. Now they do have. You will send you on the kids yeah. so go and buy a time. Cause them so obviously boys. now you're expecting me to to tell you, hey, you look stressed. Take two hundred thousand. You guys, go on, go in on. some in come some on, cultures in Nigeria, mm-hmm. from your part of the world, okay, you guys send your women to fattening rooms before they get married culturally. What's that? I've never heard of that. Okay, so they they send. I have you know Akwaibom across rivers. Mm-hmm. They send their women to fattening rooms to like. You get like you prepare yourself for <laughs> your marriage. Do you get what I mean? Like, yeah. They make they make they feed you. Yeah. They give you stuff, herbs and stuff. You know. And from my part of the world, in our culture, a man when his wife is even coming out doing traditional wedding, as they come out, they draw bathroom based on the beauty of the woman. <laughs> yeah. What I'm saying is actually different. Can I? What I'm saying is different. Can I ask questions? That's culture. So That's culture. Yeah, no, they see this P. That's why I thought in a man they do man. Yeah, please I'll ask one question. The people that are doing the, fa- the people that created fat new room was a one liter six seventeen naira. Then oh, I just want to know. I have started. Life short though. Yes, yes. Life you don't check now. We have stats. Okay. But like, I don't know if we have sort of exhausted this conversation. What do you guys think? I think we should move to the next. Yeah, I think we've we should tried. Move to the last Is there one. anyone again? Yes. Ah. Jackpot, jackpot, hey. jackpot, lolo. You already almost reached three hours. Yeah, We're almost done. Yeah. Okay, let's talk based on it. Yeah. What do you guys think about jackpot? Um, like the concept of living in the country. Yes. Okay. okay. Just making sure. Hey, now why are you young, your English? <laughs> First of all, I'd like to announce that if you want to have like a full overview of what I think about jackpot, you should go to Danny TV and listen to or watch my episode with Bisola where we talked Love about. It. Love it. it. Um, no, send, send an yeah, yeah. Real talk with Ndani where mm. we discussed Jackpot or not. Mm. Yeah. But um hmm. and my 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 what I think about Jackpot hasn't changed so much um <clears throat> since the time that we recorded that episode. Mm. I think that I've never really been the person that would say that. I want to go and be living in somebody's house mm. or somebody's country. I've always really liked Lagos. Well, I've never really experienced living in another state, mm. except maybe in Lauren when I was schooling. Mm. But I've always just been a Nigerian babe. I just want to be in Lagos. I believe that if you have bastard money, mm. you will enjoy life in Nigeria. Mm. You will just have sm- things will just be smooth for you. Mm. But I do also think that. Um, the concept of Jakpa is based on, you know, the realities of Nigerians living in Nigeria. It's very hard and it's very harsh. Mm. And lots of people also think that things are better when you move, which I don't think is true. I think that, yes, um, there are a lot of things, basic amenities that are available for mm. you, right? So it feels like you're receiving more value for your money. But I also think that things are as hard. Mm. Um, I'm also not 
against the idea of maybe traveling to further your studies or to just experience a different culture, a different world, whatever. I think that is very important for you to be able to broaden your mind. And that's why people say travel. In fact, if you watch all those um, videos with strangers that they do on the internet these days, when they ask older, older people, what would you think that you would have you wanted would have to do yeah. when you were younger? Say travel more, travel but money in your day. But if you get a chance to travel more, <laughs> travel out, live there, experience life, you know, because it helps you in different ways. It opens your mind in ways that wouldn't be possible if you're just like stuck in one point. But I also think that Jackpot has also done harm, mm. taking away friends, mm. families. It has done a lot of harm for us. Yes. I can't even lie. There's so many system. people that I know that have relocated and families have been split up because of Japan. It's because we don't have a country that works. Mm. But at the end of the day, do what you have to do to survive. Love it. Uh, for me, I think it's, it's set on where the opportunities lie. So, you know, and you see... A similar trend with something like doctors or engineers or mm-hmm. you know you establish yourself a little bit the, the the soonest you can leave and go and find better opportunities for yourself to scale higher yeah better for, be better you. for you so i'm just my i have a one-track mind to kind of chase that first before anything else i have friends who are out the country i have friends who have been split from um because they're now out the country some of them are friendship took a told some of them it not mm-hmm. uh and then they've told me their stories like oh look this is how it is oh don't let anybody deceive you mm-hmm. sometimes rents can be like 4k dollars and you know just a bunch of problems ask them to come back they will not it's like if you know what you want to go and do if you know that this is where the opportunities are great i have friends who are software engineers that are making like you said quote-unquote bastard money they are living on the island they are good they are fine that works for them. I have people who say they don't want to leave the country because, yeah. let's be honest, our country doesn't work, but not a lot of other countries work as well. Mm. Still, America's healthcare is... Shitty. <laughs> it would deck you in the face. Even UK, to so, be honest. Yeah, so for me, it's just pursuing opportunities, but like taking stock of what is important. Mm. You know, how would this affect me and Great my family? Time. Can I yeah. take them over? Just, you know, when you, when you weigh the pros and cons, you make a decision from there. But for me, I'm more predisposed to leaving but also predisposed to coming back. I think that that's why it's also important that you have a plan, yeah. right? When you're when you're leaving the country, don't just leave based on vibes or people are leaving. Yeah, everybody's and going. You get there and just figure it out. No, dear. You have to sort of have a plan, even if you don't have yeah, it all mapped out. Yeah. yeah, but do your research so that you're not just left to be fighting for your life in the water because nobody is really going to help you. They say that UK people are stingy or people who live abroad are stingy. They but say it's how not to like find that. Love too. But... <laughs> Everybody's minding so their business. Like the tax that they are paying alone, self is, is enough for somebody no, to say that you know what? No. I can't be borrowing you money. Like Jonathan, taxes, taxes, it's, the hours that they spend, yeah. and you can't be acting entitled to their yeah, money. It's they, a lot they, of they, stress. They pay, they pay monthly bills, like it's so much. And you are paying per year, and you are making some of the so things much. we have in Nigeria is lax. Like, like the corruption is helping us. Actually enjoying like. If you, if, you, if, you, if you can't think of it yet, if did, like no like in terms, so, in terms of what she's saying like okay. yeah. all these tax fees like monthly rents or whatnot bro you're paying you're paying your rent per year 
And the money where they pay per year, I wait to pay the pay per month. But you're also day. not earning uh, as you're also not earning well enough to be paying yearly things comfortably. So okay, it's also uh, actually, so the so, money the money someone ends there and they remove that, they remove this, remove this. Money goes still flow now. No, money yeah. goes still. You know, the funny thing about the thing about Nigeria is that Nigeria has been so mismanaged and wrong that we've been shielded away from the realities of how a modern country works. Mm. And now that we are beginning to strip that that um, uh, how will I call it that fabric away we are beginning to see it and that is why when the government says you know we are removing subsidy yeah. right that's reality of life you know there are more refineries in Texas than there are more refineries in Nigeria but America play, pays more money for fuel which is just the reality of life Nigeria is not just working the way it should work and that is why and also because we are so economically disenfranchised as people Nigerians are getting poorer every day. Nigeria is the poverty capital of the world. Yeah. At some point in your career, you feel that I've done so much, but I have so little. Yeah. Every day I have to worry about whether there's lights, security. Then you have kids and you now want to, you now at yourself. Most people actually travel for their children and I look, my children can't be can't in this, pass through this because they need to see the way the world is, is the way the world is. So people now, you know what they do? They kill their potential of what they can earn in Nigeria, who they can be in Nigeria, and that just become anonymous data in America. In the UK, mm-hmm. really, and then well, so that your children so cannot have a launching pad for greatness at the end of the day. Because if you are earning, and there are people like that, if you are earning three million, four million naira, five million in Nigeria, then you really don't need any. I don't really think you. Yeah, people like that, yeah, like per month, yeah, per, per month. Yeah, like you're earning. So people earn in dollars in this country. Yeah, I hear yeah. them say onto jackpot because they look yeah. at their kids and they know that almost oh, it's not possible, or. Today, something is this is this price. The next two days, fifty percent inflation. It's not meant to happen in a normal country. Wow! You cannot be driving your car and a policeman just kills you, and there's no justice. We know that happens in America, but there's a follow up. There's an announce cry in Nigeria. Everything just you know as it is now. Imagine you now as a parent, you spend so much money raising your child, and you get a call that your child died in an elevator. A doctor that the doctor that you story. Is bro, medicine is not the easiest thing to do. So people and it is out of frustration. And when you are frustrated, you make emotional decisions and you're like, fuck it at the end of the day. Every almost a lot of people who are abroad actually want to be in Nigeria. Yes, they actually want to be back home because at the end of the day, there's something about your blood. Take out on blood. You always want you always want to be and that is why they get so excited when they meet Nigerians And that is why the diaspora like yeah. And that is why the diaspora. And that's why the diaspora is so very important to Nigerian music because they are seeing a, they are bringing back a connection, mm. something they don't have over there. Mm. If you spent four years in England, bro, once you hear a Nigerian song, you feel more, something just calls on to you that. Mm. Or, or you see yam in the supermarket. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. The day. There are the women who were who were women of society in Nigeria here. Yeah, they are cleaning toilets in the UK. Yeah, they had to diminish themselves so that their children could have a future. At the end of the day, that's what Jackpot does to you. Jackpot is the new, Jackpot is the new slave trade. <laughs> but the only difference is now is that we are entering the boat. But they are not, they are not kidnapping us. Jackpot, like, no, would you I like to gather? No, for me, for me, I have to look at my the way my career options is like corruption career options are. So people are flexible. They say I can do anything, but me, I know where I can work best. Mm-hmm. I can't work in the nine to five strictly corporate setting. That doesn't work for me. And if I say I want to get venture into Nollywood in America, that's just starting from ground zero, and that will take you like a 20-year gap. Mm-hmm. And you even get into the place where you feel comfortable is a one in a million shots. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. in Nigeria, bro. I'm two movies away from being number one or number three. Okay. Any script? No, I'm not. No, that's where any script writer. That's where any script writer should feel. Yeah. Because the industry is smaller. Yeah. Yeah. And you are going to get um, accolades. You are going to get the money you are looking for. Yeah. There are people here in Nigeria richer than people there in America. Mm. I know my former boss. Whenever I go to England, the hotel he stays, he calls his friends and he tells them, "Don't want to eat. The food is on me." And they're surprised. Because then they don't feel they brought they don't feel they brought like that. And I was asking that is this how you figured it out in Nigeria? So people know some people have cracked the code mm. in Nigeria. It now determines how far you are willing to kill your conscience mm. to get to that elite level. Mm. And many of us are not ready to kill our conscience yeah. to get to that level. So people started off as we're anti-government, the nation must be good. But when you get to that level where you are seeing comfort and wealth, mm. anything government do just close your eye and just yeah, yeah, so that's those that my thoughts on Jackpot. Like, it's the way the country has been designed, and people have to leave. Mm-hmm. And because the last eight years has been the worst economy during the ambassador periods, we're even having Nigerians coming back home yeah. to set up businesses. Yeah. Once Bari came in again, everything started crashing, and people mm-hmm. had to leave. Okay. Hopefully, as the Christians say, this uh, administration or dispensation will favor me and my family. Thank False. you very much. <laughs> you guys, I'm so happy about this conversation. I hope that whoever is listening to this kind of feel has gotten like a sense of how our young people are thinking here in Nigeria. They are not daft, they are they're not, not stupid, so they're actual people. Um, if you will not engage, then leave them alone. As I've said before, I hope that from this conversation, you're able to sort of have an idea into how they see the world that they are currently existing in, and you're kinder to the way that you you approach them i think that for me that's what this episode was about because every time i think about young people i'm not if you listen to 24 if you've listened to 24 long enough you know that i've always said that i don't i don't like young people not because i i think they are bad people but they give me ten, they, they make they give me hypertension like they make me very tense but i'm also understanding that i have a lot of young people around me and i can't hate them i can't hate them honestly i i have but not i have to just interact somewhat and i hope that this sort of opens your heart or mind to to that level of interaction i hope that um the, our speakers here today had been able to also like shed some light on the challenges they face as individuals you can see how smart these guys are we have so much potential in nigeria i think that on a different day we'll talk about um racism institutional racism because i was having that conversation recently with a couple of people since we've talked about jackpot and children but nonetheless um we love you guys. Uh, follow us on every social media platform as you always do at 234 Essential Podcast. Um, subscribe to our newsletter. Ayo, do you want to see it? Yeah. yeah, so follow us on all social media platforms. Mm. And then. Uh, mm. okay, okay. Yeah, and uh, we're done. Yeah, we yeah. wrapped it up. Please leave us reviews on this yeah. episode, please and please. We really want to hear your reviews feedback. Reviews on Spotify, Apple e- Music, exactly. Life, I said, sorry, Apple Podcast. Especially if you're a Gen Z person who wants to like just speak to like the people who have spoken or just put something out there that Ten family. exactly you know. Um, do you guys want to say anything? <laughs> was it a good time on two, three, four? Yeah, it was a good. It's always a good time. Love Thank you so much, guys. We're very hungry. Save us money. I love it. Employers. There's also that. Um, Thank you to all our guests. Thank you, Uyime. Thank you, Kurosi. Thank you, Nana, for putting your voice on this. Stay kind, guys.